0: on podcast that isn't one of those good ones but is fits well in its niche uh which is uh the quiche, <laughs> the, quiche uh, the quiche niche uh we are the quiche niche uh we're not a mainstream but a few people like ben and noah and stacy sutton like it so um we're back and there's three of us this time uh we're here for that's more than two yeah more than two which you know people are confused because they're hearing my voice and there's like more than two people like normally it's just two old guys like the muppets it's the two (laughs) old muppets who talk but now now kerbets it was horrible uh, it was rubbish it was okay yeah i liked it (laughs) Basically, when I'm not here, it's the two old Muppets at the back. Uh, <laughs> but now, <laughs> it is in the house. Oh, mistake! Take a step I'll back, Noah. Uh, sorry. Take a step back, Noah. <laughs> oh, uh, in jokes from <laughs> last year.
1: Um, two months ago. Oh, well, I don't
0: know. It feels like last year. Um. Say youthful memories.
2: Believe-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my memory. Yes, having a drink? I wonder why <laughs> that graph isn't matching up anymore, is it? The people listening can fill in the blanks of that pause. Uh, we're we're here for I think it's the last commentary, is it? The last Eon commentary, yes. Until no time to die Eon. commentary. <laughs> Sorry. So, I, I, I'm just saying this here and now. I want the Casino Royale 67 commentary. Oh. I I want that. Can we do that? Well, it's the only reason we said uh. we
3: were doing commentaries because we were going to do it for that episode and yet we haven't gotten to it yet. So,
0: And never say never again. That oh. can be made better with us yapping over the top of it and Barry Nelson as well. Um, and I'll leave you two for the James Bond Jr. commentaries. Uh, can, <laughs> I'm busy then. <laughs> Uh, so the last film is Spectre, which I'm going to say is the most recent because that's a fact, but it's not recent. It was six years ago. Uh, but time flies when you're having fun because I remember when me and Ben went there and got our Aww. sippy cups and saw it and played the mini driver pinball and did all that fun stuff, listened to the Bond themes while we stared at like a golden couch or something like that. Hobart, oh, listening to six another ago. day,
3: really loudly.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so embarrassed in my life, and that's saying something.
2: Speaking of um, which,
0: mm-hmm. all the introductions. Oh, it's a record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Spectre. 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 Ah, uh, it's. It's been six years. I can't believe it. Uh, but we're doing, we did 100 million episodes on it, more than probably No Time to Die, and we're back right. for another Spectre episode. That's a 007 tradition, Spectre episodes. Uh, so here we are. My name is Noah and I'm Mickey Mouse. Try to say, I think that introduction took
3: six years. Uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my name is Ben. Oh, why didn't
2: and-
3: you host it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ever host it. my 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 name is ben and welcome noah it's been a long time and finally here we are what took you so long
1: (laughs) and my name is colin and sunshine lollipops and rainbows
0: (laughs) how do i live that still fits better than No Time to Die. Uh, <laughs> it does. Writing's on the wall. And well, does Colin, it fit better I'm, than No
3: Time to Die? We'll find out. Well, you we will find out soon. I'm going to wait another eight years.
0: That's what I'm going to say, Colin. Uh, I know you're busy, man, but I'm expecting it because I absolutely hate that belly-eyelish shit. I'm expecting it. <laughs> sunshine, lollipops, No Time to Die. Coming soon, please. <laughs> Uh,
3: I, I, no, I, no. I want to see it dubbed to Backseat Bogans That's what I'm going to do
0: No Time to Die dub to Backseat, Backseat, Backseat Bogans Well, Ben, you've not seen it yet But the intro to No Time to Die There's mullets and there's burnout <laughs> <laughs> so It's completely fitting uh, Yeah, so No Time to Die is among us very, very soon um, uh, well, We just celebrated our 100th episode That was fun uh, thank you for the cake, Ben. Uh, You're I really welcome. I'm watching you. my finger, so I threw it in the bin, but I appreciate it. It, it was keto. Uh, oh, then I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, thank you to all the people who enjoyed the 100th episode, the big interview with uh, Spanky or <laughs> <laughs> Quarrel or whoever we interviewed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But but we move on. This is like the new era of 007. We've got 100 episodes and we've ended our commentaries with this big final episode. So in the lead up to No Time to Die, it's Spectre. And I'm excited to revisit this film because it is the most recent one. But the fact that it's not really recent makes it fun to revisit because it's kind of like, now we can kind of see where Spectre stands. When you first see it, you either love it or you hate it. And then for the first year of a new Bond film, even Die the day, people either love it or hate it. And then you give give it three or four years and it sort of starts to level out and you can see where it actually stands. And this has actually been six years, so it's very level now. Uh, so even though it's the last one and it's the lead up to No Time to Die, it's kind of an interesting one to revisit anyway, regardless. Um, just
3: quickly, Colin, next time I say it's Noah's time to host, we'll breathalize him first. <laughs> Um, just,
0: I didn't want to do it. <laughs> just, um...
3: <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure we've got that ready to go. Um, I, I, I love this film. I'm on the camp of oh. this keeps getting better for me. Um, at the time of recording this. I'm on my rewatch. I I was just telling both of our esteemed hosts tonight that I was 20 minutes into *License to Kill* when I got the message, "Hey, I'm ready to go." So I literally got to see. We took her on a nice honeymoon. Um, so I'm I'm getting close to Spectre again, but I've probably seen this film what I saw it twice, three times at the movies. Maybe seen it once or twice since. Um, and I, it always improves for me. I really, really enjoy this movie, and it it baffles me. It just Baffles me that people say like this is literally the bottom of some people's lists. It just it baffles me I recently watched a counting down all the Bond movies in the lead-up to no time to die Die another day was 24th. This was 23rd and I'm just like like what what are people smoking like? It's just ridiculous Um, so yeah, I'm, I mean, we should have done this commentary about what was it, Colin, about four years ago, uh, when we actually drew it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but here we are, it was always kind of the plan to then, once we forgot about that, let's, um, do it just before no time to die for two of these people. This is going to be very fresh on the mind. I've still got to wait about eight weeks, I think for it or something ridiculous, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we kind of saved this to last. It makes sense. And yeah, I, I know what Colin's going to say. Uh, I think, Noah, you're kind of in the middle. And I'm glad you brought up those fun memories. I mean, I do, I do vividly remember going to see this with you, Noah. Uh, that was actually a very merry good night. Um, and Much more
0: fun than when we saw those two – no, three, sorry, damn Star Wars movies. Yeah, well,
3: exactly. Uh. I mean, Force of Wilkins was passable. But yeah. then, like, the next two were kind of rubbish. But, like, we saw this, like, what was it about three weeks before the Force of Wilkins So, like, you know, this was like – we were in a pre-Disney Star Wars trilogy. We were still excited and naive. So, um, yeah, no, but, like, that was a really good night. And then I, I listened to our Spectre reaction episode recently, and, like, you and I were doing a little recording beforehand, and then as we were <laughs> leaving, we were just going, download 007! And we were yelling at people as we left. There was Mini <laughs> Driver Pinball. Like, I'm sad that cool. I don't get to see No Time to Die with you, Noah. Fly back to Australia. Come on, I'll pay you $3,000 quarantine. Fly to Korea. Well, maybe. (laughs) I'm due to get my first shot in like 10 days, so I might be vaccinated
0: soon. Colin, you're welcome to. I'm not discluding you.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'll pass. (laughs) (laughs) Am I getting this before you or are you getting it before me?
0: I'm getting it in literally less than 20 days.
1: Maybe. Maybe then. (laughs) uh we'll see i'm you getting get- it literally in less than
3: three months
1: <laughs> less than three years probably more likely <laughs> uh i don't know i think i've said this opinion before you know i i didn't mind this movie when it first came out i didn't love it it was sort of maybe somewhere around the middle for me uh this is going to be the fifth time i've seen this in six years uh the first two times i think we saw this twice within the first week or two of release and then I saw it when it came out on Blu-ray and I was like, wow, that doesn't hold up as well as I thought. And then I tried to watch it another time, maybe a couple of years ago. And I, every time I try to watch this movie now, once you get to the halfway point, it just takes such a steep nosedive that I, I, I couldn't even stick with it last time. So if we're talking about watching this start to finish, this is still only going to be the fourth time, but fifth time I've attempted to start this movie.
0: Uh... Yeah, I I mean, I I am in the middle, as Ben said, uh, but I tend to agree with Colin. The second half of this film is so weak compared to the first half. Um, I I was just counting while you were talking. I think this might be my fifth time seeing it as well. Um, Yeah, so there are fond memories of this film, but now we can kind of see, like, we went through that initial reaction to it but now six years on we can kind of make a firm decision of where we stand on this film um so i'm interested to see at the end of this where you two land um and i would argue it's probably the most fun craig one we we were all here for the quantum commentary, and we saw how that turned out so i'm I'm at least a bit more optimistic about this one um (laughs) what, what are we gonna count down on what are we gonna three two one what
1: mickey mouse
0: Right. Oh, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Yeah. Can I? just want to. I
3: just want to. Like, just one thing before we get started is that, like, when Noah, you were saying that, you know, we used to joke that we had done so many freaking episodes on Spectre, 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 Spectre. We, I think, we did like four or five, maybe. We have a clip sat with no time to die. We famously said during our last waiting for no time to die I said we're not doing anymore. We're gonna be doing another one
2: <laughs> because
3: <laughs> why not? But I, I just. I always remember on that. I think it was the trailer reaction episode or whatever it was for Spectre that Noah literally spent the entire episode going, "This is going to be the best film ever. This is the best trailer I've ever seen. Madeline Swan, she's the best Bond girl of all time already. This is like, and just like it does not age very well."
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from the guy that was talking up Quarrel Junior. <laughs> well, I was an idiot, and I will admit that.
3: I admit to my stupidity most of the time.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm, I'll admit it wasn't the best, but I'm still standing by the Spectre trailers. The hype of that film compared to the hype of this current one coming up, they don't compare. I think the Spectre trailers were amazing in terms of yeah. Bond trailer. I Madeline's think the one, She's okay. We,
3: we just don't give a shit anymore because we're so tired of it. We, we should literally be doing the No Time to Die yeah. two-year retrospective commentary right now, not the, you know, where. 20 days for some, and what am I on my list? 61 days at the time of recording this. So, you know, sure.
0: Yeah. 20 days for me, but I'll believe it when I see it.
3: Um, You'll walk out of that uh, and go, that wasn't real. That was just some fake I, film.
0: Uh, it was Never Say Never Again 2. <laughs> um, so, what is it? Kite, Mickey Mouse? You decide Noah. Uh, uh The host? The host? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with author of your pain. Oh, okay. sure. So three do we press play on author, author, your... author of your or pain?
3: Uh,
0: on pain. On pain. The okay. or the n on pain? Pain. On pain. So, so like we'll count down three, two, one. Author of all your pain and you click play on pain. Okay. All right. Okay. Pain as in owl and not a window pane. Okay, um, sure. Okay, Ben, are you ready? I'm ready. I've already
3: played Another Day. I don't need to play
0: any other clips. I'm good. Colin, are you ready?
1: I am ready, ready, ready.
0: Okay, so let's get into <laughs> Spectre commentary. Our uh, eight million Spectre episode three, two, one. Author of all oh, there, your uh, there, there, there. pain. Yeah,
1: I I cool. think I hit it on author. Can we start again?
3: <laughs> what are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> It took like fourteen freaking minutes
0: to start the movie. This movie goes for two and a half hours. Oh wait, you're not serious? I went back because you said start again. I'm watching the woman holding the lamp. No, can we actually start again? Because I told uh, when Colin said that. Right, stop! Stop everyone! Stop! I told uh, when Colin said, "Can we start again?"
3: Okay. Come on, Noah Groves. I'm never, you're not, like, next time you like, just just sober Noah can host.
1: I didn't want to host. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to be. Is, it, is, it, this is, is this being cut from the episode or are we making all of our listeners go
2: back as well?
1: I'm
3: hearing it. I'm
1: sure. Everybody's starting. Catherine's at- <laughs> hearing it.
3: Ring Groves is hearing it. Pierce, okay. what are you thinking? I don't want
2: to have to do this ever again. Yeah,
0: I don't want to do this again either. So, <laughs> start again. Okay. Three, two, one. Two. Author. author of all your pain. Are we good?
1: I'm I did it on author again, but let's just say.
3: Oh. <laughs> I'm not rewinding it. I'm looking at like, can I, Okay. Can we just like. For once, stay on topic for five seconds here. Noah, you and I are sitting in the cinema right now, remember this moment when all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, it's about to happen. It has been like 13 years since we've seen the gun
0: barrel. We're like, it's happening. Well, I think it's this is happening. a bit of. I think this is a bit of double seven. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of double seven behind the scenes sort of trivia, though, because we said to Colin, this is epic. We said to Colin, we don't want any spoilers, but the one thing we want to know is that damn gun barrel at the start of the film. So that was the one thing me and Ben knew about uh, Spectre, but then, of course, they had to ruin it with this pretentious text at the beginning. The I actually, I
3: kind of like it now. Like, I didn't like it, but, like... When I listen to our specter, like our reaction, I'm the one going like, "Yeah, the opening was okay." Like I'm fuck, like, I'm an idiot. Like I really am cool. an idiot. This, I mean, this came out on top as our, I think, uh, highest, didn't it, Colin? I'm going to try and find this in front of me. Mm-hmm. But um, I know you ranked it at number I one. I had it. I think number one. Um, yeah, it did come at number one because I had it at number two. Um, World. Of this was your number, number
1: one opening sequence Yeah.
3: This, Ben's I mean, because you you weren't on that you weren't on that episode, Noah. So it came out as our number one. <laughs> so <laughs> This would
1: what be what a party your number like one. Watching this, this is the one good thing in the movie.
3: What would be your number one greatest opening sequence of all time? Like, I close. know
0: Goldeneye is pretty damn epic. Uh, let's this think. Uh, Come on, the Spy I Love shots. Me is pretty damn epic. Goldeneye was third. The Spy I Love Me, where was that? Fourth. Uh, now, <laughs> I, I have a bit of uh, trivia nice on ask. this. If you've watched the Daniel Craig documentary about this. Oh, here we go. Sequence. Mr. Danny's homework. <laughs> well, I'm the only one who's going to be giving trivia here is that Daniel Craig had a really bad leg injury during the filming of this, to the point
1: where they were going to shut I down I can see right there the broken bone. It's, I know, you can literally it's see his bone.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> People uh, think Tom so Cruise this... broke his leg in Mission Impossible. You can't see his bone in that. Um,
0: this, I mean, that's <laughs> this cool. Pre-title, I didn't... This pre-title sequence was supposed to be like a big action sequence, and instead it turned into like a stealth. It wasn't meant to be this sort of stealthy, slow, sort of moving methodically sort of, Pre-title. It was supposed to be this oh. big Mexico City action sequence. Is that because uh, he slid
3: his wrist or like he slid his bone? bone well, or the reason
0: or? he wanted to slit his wrist is because he could barely walk. And so we can pay attention while we're watching this film is they pay almost shut it down because his leg was so bad that he could barely walk. So that that's why in this pre-title, he's just sort of like slowly walking around the room.
3: When no, I, I when I went to Mexico City, I know we did a Spectre Location episode, but I legitimately looked into staying into this hotel. It wasn't that expensive, but I'm like, do I really want to? And I walked past it, I looked it up, and... I wanted to just go into that lobby there just so I could, you know, take a photo and see it. But they literally had like guards out the front that you couldn't just walk straight in. So um, otherwise, I, yeah, I would have totally gone. But like, I, I walked sort of the streets trying to find the roof area where he walked across. And I sort of saw a couple of roofs and like that looks familiar, but not. But when we get to um, the Zocalo, the square, I mean, yeah, I went there multiple times.
1: I know I know you've never seen it um but uh no I don't know if you're familiar with the Karate Kid or Cobra Kai oh, yeah. that, that skeleton get up he has every time I oh, see him yeah. at that Halloween. I think he's a Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a bit like that. that it's so the, cool you, that they held the real parade the year you went that like they Yeah, well that's what I was about to say cuz
3: cuz this isn't this wasn't real. This was a fictional like the Day of the Dead festival like the Day of the Dead is a celebration they do have a Day of the Dead sort of day but they never had this festival and yeah, I was there for the grand Prix and the day after the race, they just happened to have this real festival and I got pickpocketed that day. That was fun. But um, <laughs> it's like you legitimately like they had the majority of these props, like a lot of the sort of the things that you saw the giant skeletons, you saw the hairs and I was trying to like find a street vendor to buy like the masks and that, but I could not find them. But um. I mean, there was like literally like a million and a half people surrounding this square. It was ridiculous. I've never been in like a sea of people where you can't move. You were like almost like in water. You're just going with the flow of how people are moving. But um yeah, it was epic. It was really really cool. There were there were topless women. There were nipples. I was happy.
1: <laughs> they they collapsed real buildings.
3: They did. There was a helicopter fight above. Daniel Craig this... slit his wrists on stage. It
0: was very <laughs> realistic. Well, this sequence I remember from twenty fifteen that part of why me and Ben were so excited is to me, this sequence is the first time in four films that it really feels like Daniel Craig is James Bond. Mm Yeah. Watching him walk and now knowing even he had an injured leg, just watching him just cruise so casually along that rooftop with this gun. That's James Bond to me. That's why I love this movie. And
3: this is why like it baffles me that people get so down on this movie because this is the most Bondian of the Craig films. And, like, that's why I just love it. Like, what we're about to see at the moment, the couch, everyone bags it out. Like, so much stuff people rip into this movie because they're all like, oh, this isn't the Daniel Craig era. Like, I don't give a shit. This is Daniel Craig era, not my Bond era. Like, this is why I love this film because this, like, the gun barrel, that is maybe the most epic gun barrel in all of Bond history. Like, I just love the build-up to that gun barrel. And then just like as you said, like the way he walks there, this collapse, the look on his face, kind of just the way he lands on the couch. Like, look at him, look at his face there. That's a Connery look. That's just like a oh shit. Like
1: well, I, it's it's hard to criticize like the first half of this movie, really. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. And there's so many things that are just absolutely right about it. Like you said, the tone of the movie's great. It's just that they, they had no idea what they were doing with this story and this script, or they were way too ambitious. But this opening stuff, I think, is spectacular. Like, this is what I want more of in No Time. I want more couch gags in No Time to Die. This reaction is brilliant.
0: We literally got a Simpsons couch gag in a
1: Bond film. (laughs) Just
0: throws it away. It's like, oh, well, shit. That's where we needed a little orchestral.
1: (laughs) You would in a Roger Moore film.
3: (laughs) And Roger Moore would have a one-liner there. That's the only difference, right?
1: Well, Hans Zimmer's yeah. doing the score for the new one, and you know how in Justice League he worked in those classic Superman and Batman themes. Maybe we'll yeah. get it. Couch comes <laughs> back in <and laughs> Simpsons' gig. <laughs> I just to say, I agree
0: having,
3: with... I was just going to yeah, really I'm... quickly say before you say that, Noah, having just watched A View to a Kill in the last couple of days, Beach Boys, amazing. Shut up, everyone who hates <laughs> that. It's so good. Sorry, I agree. Noah.
0: Uh, this is not what I was going to say, but do you remember with the promotion of this film that they were almost promo- promoting this film as live and let die. They had mm. James, they had Daniel Craig in the sort of wiggle skibby thing, which mm-hmm. he never wears in this film. Right. But, but it's also uh, majesty's, it's remember the majesty's tone.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That too. Um But I, I agree with Colin is it's so hard to fault anything about this first half. And it's, so wonderfully melding the new bond with the old bond. But the second half with the Austin Powers shit, is just so to the point where I can't even believe anyone actually wrote that. Like, uh, and Christoph Waltz is so amazing. And the fact that his character is some weird stepbrother shit is just, so I I completely agree with Colin. Like, if the second half followed up on this first half we'd be looking at maybe the best craig
1: film and i would be agreeing with ben you know what's weird we i never thought about this book we've rarely gotten blofeld in a good movie uh or we get a lesser version of blofeld in an okay movie i mean Look what the they closest- <laughs> Is anybody really proud of Charles Gray? <laughs> proud of the movie,
3: <laughs> not Charles Gray. But okay,
1: but even if you like Diamonds Are Forever, that's not the Blofeld you want. I mean, it's again it's a parody. I'll to get, yeah, to get like the, the most epic villain. This is like the emperor of the James Bond universe, and well, he ends up in well, movies we don't like need him back. <laughs> well, <laughs> he is back, that's the thing. But we get like you only live twice, Blofeld, and we get Blofeld in this, and you know, on a Majesty Secret Service, I don't mind Telly Savalas, but I don't think that he's quite at Christoph Waltz or you know uh, Donald Pleasant's levels. I just want Blofeld to be in a movie that's deserving of Blofeld, too.
3: Well, wait—you see, no time to die.
0: Well,
1: let's hope. <laughs> but this, this
0: so was that film up until the point he gets brought in, and that's the big irony of it. Mm-hmm. I and love when he just
3: I love it when he just whacks him in the head with that skull cane. It's like casually whack, get on the helicopter, like piss off.
0: I think a bit of recency bias for you guys putting this number one. It's good, but no. number one of all time, come off. It. I, no, d- I personally stand,
3: put it at number two. No, my number I one. I would was put it maybe enough.
2: ten. Ten. ten.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Name me nine other films better than the opening of this.
0: Eyes, <laughs> Spy Love Me, uh, Goldfinger, maybe yeah. Casino Royale, but I'd have to think uh, about that. Casino
1: Royale. Oh, I like Casino Royale, but it's not at this level. Well, I said maybe. I said maybe. Um... We're already into the ums and he's not even at five. <laughs> no, Live and let
0: Die is easily one of my- Live I and mean, I mean, Die is terrible. So I I meant to say the Living Daylights is easily one of my oh, favorites. Living oh, Daylights is pretty good. Over this? I would yeah, say over I this. I love and the Living a, Daylights
1: opening. Look, that I love License to favorite. Kill
0: opening.
3: I think that's great, but I wouldn't say it's better than this.
1: That helicopter <laughs> flip alone, like that, that's deserving of a top five spot. And this
3: kick, wow. when he kicks him out of the helicopter, it's badass. Colin, I'm, I'm not
0: this. defending License to Kill, but they've got a holi- helicopter in their one too.
1: Well, they're not flipping it upside down twice. This grabbing another three times three
3: let's and count, the count the how many score. times they did this for real the score there when it goes and then he kicks him out it's like boof
0: ben do you remember when Bof. we saw this um,
1: <laughs> i what, just thought that's know? my new favorite sound effect <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 is that the name of the episode
1: Poof! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: You, you know, he, he flies away and the music starts playing, but it doesn't go into the mm. actual scene Remember we thought that the opening sequence potentially was going to be just him flying the helicopter? Yep. and the- Yeah. Because it goes into the sequence in a moment, but it Which doesn't is- actually go into the sequence straight away. And we thought it might just be him flying for the whole two minutes.
3: this is the only film where the, the song starts before the opening, right? Because, like, all the other ones, like... It, you you might get like you know the bond in Skyfall falling into the water. World's on an enough falling off the like they they sort of blend into it, don't they? Even Casino Royale, you get the gunshot before you get the. Was this one? It literally starts as you're about to hear it before. Moonraker, you can see it.
0: Moonraker is better than this. Oh, pfft.
1: I no, say no, it
0: It's one of the greatest scenes in Bond history." What I don't. Do I also that? don't.
1: I also don't think you. I mean, you, sure, you can call it recency bias for them, but I don't think you can call it recency bias for me when I'm saying this is not a good movie and I rank it at number one.
0: Recency bias. <laughs> Moonraker is one of the best scenes in Bond history, so I will
1: not have the. It is great. But, but like, th- this is the thing. This just kind of shows. It, it, it's something that. It, uh, I can't even remember what episode it was. Something that Noah said recently where we we're talking about a movie he hated and he goes, well, even the bad James Bond movies, you can still love them. Uh, if I'm looking rainbow. at my rankings, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> people check it out. Google uh, Spectre Sunshine Lollipops and Rainbows. You'll see the video where we prove this is a better uh, – a- any song will work with this. but Ben, Shetless uh, Craig. Sorry. Mm. Oh, Continue. beautiful. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like if you look at even, even just looking at my rankings – I ranked Spectre number one on list. I ranked Die Another Day number one on one of my lists. Really, if you can find something great or even something that is the best and even the worst Bond movies, except for License to Kill.
0: Can now, I just, I've got a question for you, too. Okay. Uh, sorry, Ben. Is sorry. this the greatest example of amazing title sequence fit to one of the l- highest to the lowest songs? Like- yeah. A lot of Bond themes, either great song, man, title sequence, or it's kind of even. Is this the example of one of the most epic title sequences fit with just the most trash song?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think about any that are, because uh, you get somewhere, you know, License to Kill, great opening sequence, theme songs, you know, not no, great, but hang you don't on. have any. I watched that's... that
3: like two hours ago, and that does not hold up the License to Kill opening. The Living Daylight you don't is like a great the License opening. to Kill opening? License to Kill's okay, but, like, the, I love the song, but, like, the Living Daylights opening is amazing. Why do we not talk about and, and again, how great I, an 80s that is?
1: And and there, there again, I hate License to Kill. I, I, I don't mind Living Daylights, but I will put the License to Kill opening above Living Daylights any day of the week. No. I, I, I was I, going to
3: say that, like, we, we talked this up, I remember, in the episodes, and, like, yeah, this is batshit crazy amazing opening graphics i i I might go out on a limb and say behind casino royale this is my favorite graphics for it and like i'm not a fan of the oh he's M, he's le like i don't like that but i just like giant octopus meeting underneath like shirtless craig with fire coming off him like he's it's it's only him and roger moore are the only two bonds that are ever visible in an opening credits aren't they like we never see like you see the silhouette of Brosnan, you see. I think you might see Dalton. No, you did see Dalton in in. That's I literally saw him before in License to Kill. But like you never see Connery in an opening.
0: Where did we rank the songs? Because I think this was my last. But we've uh, not ranked the title sequence. I think it was I'm gonna closer. I'm gonna go out and say this may make number one for my. I absolutely love this title sequence. I think it's I, one of the greatest I, things they've done in Bond.
3: I think, honestly, my number one, of right now, if I had to say it, would be Casino Royale. It's probably my number one title sequence. But um, but I think
0: I had this song last. So this might be my did. top ever. And I think I had Writings on the Wall last, although No Time to Die might be lower than that. You
3: had Writings on the Wall last. Colin had it at 21st. I had it at 18th. It came 18th? In at 22. <laughs> I, I always <laughs> stand by. You? My opinion on this song is always I like the song. I just don't like it as a Bond song.
0: That's
1: my viewpoint on it.
0: This title sequence is so good, though every single visual is just amazing. and on the big screen at the cinema. Yeah. Remember when people walked out? People walked out of this, like they went to the toilet. Like, how quickly do you need to pee?
1: Oh, Noah does that every week now. For for, for those at home,
3: (laughs) Colin had below the writings on the wall, he had all-time high at 22, one spot too high, and die another day last. Um, I had, wow, from Russia with love at 19, you only live twice, 20, another way to die, 21, Moonraker 22, and all-time high, 23. I should (laughs) have put die another day lower, really. Hey, Die Another Day came in overall, of course, at 17th.
1: You know, you can't give the over... Every time when you give the overall rankings of Die Another Day, you make me and Noah look bad, and it's not our fault.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Now, just because MI6 rankings, we did that recently. Uh, So, Mr. Qantas came in at number five overall.
2: (laughs)
1: Pretty fast. I'm so excited to see what he does in No Time to Die.
0: I think her name is Jenny. <laughs> I just hope what he does do is less than what he did, Inspector. Uh this film has at the end a little too much involvement for M for my liking. And I yeah, like not fine Yeah, and I'm I think the reason fan.
1: for that is more they're trying to follow up the roles that Judy Dench had in the last couple movies. Um, but the difference is Judy Dench did that after having done like a half a dozen movies. Whereas doing it this quickly with Ray Fiennes, I don't think we need. I would just like to have M, you know, at a, I don't know, Moonraker level where you get mm. the introduction scenes. You maybe incorporate him a few scenes in the middle, but I don't think he has to be, you know, scattered throughout the climax.
3: I'm not a fan of M on like I like M on the scene, but I don't like M on the scene with a gun. Like it's M, kind of, M in the action. We don't want M, M with the an a- M16. Like I'm not a fan. Yeah,
0: we don't want M16. Oh,
3: this scene was funny in the movies. I remember when we were like, I'm going to call you C. Oh, it's actually, it's not, no, I'm going to call you C.
0: No, Max. Saying, <laughs> it is hilarious, but they botch it at the end, the line, I guess I know what C stands for. Great yeah. right line. And then he says,
1: careless. Like, who wrote that uh, shit? What are you on about? This, that, that's the other thing. When, looking at the credits, there are four screenwriters on this movie. When you have that many screenwriters, it tells you there was a big problem with the script.
3: I can't it's wait like, to the end of this when we get to the net. Noah's like, biggest gripe about the James Bond franchise oh. is the net.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just purpose and Wade have been screenwriters for what, maybe 30 years, 40 years, and they've done like eight Bond films. And some of the things in this film, and I like this film. Oh, the hot you money think penny. You'd think they're film students who wrote this film. Like Some of the mm. lines are just so obviously done wrong. Fourth hottest money penny. <laughs> the hottest money penny. What are you
3: ba- on? A- Barry Manilow money penny's pretty sexy. She's uh, terrible yeah. actor, but she's pretty hot.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, I'd agree with. Lois that. Maxwell in the '60s. Come on, you would take Lois no. Maxwell yeah. in the in a, Diamonds in Forever
0: a, uniform. Yes, yeah. in
3: a uniform over over Naomi Harris. Come on.
0: No. Do we like uh, Bond's apartment compared to the live and no. let die? Roger Moore coffee maker and Doctor so No. Apartments. Like
3: Doctor No, he had a mansion. Yeah. Live and let die was pretty nice. This is just like some squummy apartment in like the
1: but squammy area is of the London. Way, yeah, but this is the way I picture a spy living. Like I, when I say, and I love the visual of Roger Moore's. I love the environment, but it doesn't make sense for a spy who is never I, home.
3: I love how like you go off at me in the living daylights Well, James Bond's not sweet and cute. He's sophisticated and all this sort of stuff. We're seeing him living in like some squalory apartment yet back in the day when he was actually sophisticated with Sean and Roger Moore, he had like a fancy mansion with like proper coffee machine. Now it's, oh no, this is fine.
1: Well, it's suitable for this film.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just like Die Another Day is in Die Another Day.
0: <laughs> in, yeah, you've gone too far. There's actually a very often recurring character who is Bond's uh, housekeeper. So maybe mm-hmm. this could have been the opportunity to finally bring in the <laughs> Scottish housekeeper into the series. The, 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 the most dangerous. Prisoners. Don't say <laughs> his name. Don't say King K. Oh, oh come on. King <laughs> I, I, I love me some Judy, but let it die. Yeah. We don't need you. Too soon, soon. We don't Noah. need her back.
3: Well, she's coming back Can in we- No Time to Die. You see a painting of her, so, like, they just can't let her go. I just,
1: I just want just- them to replace the dog and put Judy Dench's head on that. That's <laughs> sitting on Bond's desk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a bobblehead. Yeah. The only thing the only
3: thing that I will agree with it being silly in this film is the fact that they go so far to try and tie Spectre into the... Like, I, like, I don't so buy <laughs> Silver being part of Spectre. Like... Just yeah. like you can do it with any of the other villains, have Lashif have Green, um, like, but like Silver, keep him separate, make him like the Goldfinger, like. And, I know you know, kind of Goldfinger has a Spectre ring, so maybe he's got ties, but Silver makes no sense. His whole plot is to kill him. That's all he wants. Mm-hmm. He's not part of Spectre.
1: Yeah, and it, it's the same thing I said. I think in the the lead up to this movie, that I I I, I love the idea that they were duplicating what they did with the original trilogy you know your first villain you find out later on has ties to specter the second one introduces specter the fourth one is specter heavy the third one is just completely unrelated and it would have been nice if they just kept with that
0: but the thing is that fails so miserably in this film is i feel like in the original conneries they weren't even really trying that hard to link them together but they all link together so fantastically yeah and here they are trying to do it and it just comes across as groan-worthy and like, I hate, it's... Uh, re- what's the word? Retroactive, what is the word? Recon uh, retcon, retcon, retcon. I hate retconning in movies and TV shows. It never, can you give me any t- time when retconning actually worked for the best for the story?
1: No, I, look, at, look at what a mess it made out of the recent Star Wars movies. I mean, that's just, that's <laughs> the problem with modern films. They feel like every, maybe it's because we have longer gaps. If movies were made every year to two years, the way they were back in the sixties, you wouldn't feel the need to do that. But now by the time you get here, you don't have the confidence that the audience remembers those other movies.
3: I'll, I'll give you one. That scene in the Mandalorian, when you've got the two stormtroopers sitting there testing out their guns. And it's like the joke about why they keep missing. Cause the guns are always yeah. off. That's kind of funny.
1: But is that correct? Yeah. I- that's, uh, well, that, that's like that's a that's a funny like callback but it, it's on the not <laughs>
0: yeah. This is Tanner on the Tin.
1: Is this a real building or did, is this just made for the movie the whole new MI6 headquarters? I've been to London but it was pre-2015.
3: Well, they were building it.
0: No, yeah, it was. No, it was 2015. Well, did you see it? <laughs>
1: uh, he <yes>. wasn't looking. <laughs>
0: No, but I, I did go to World Is Not Enough uh, location point.
1: The
3: the MI6 building that we just saw blown up.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you two came a, a, around on Rory Kinnear because originally you two talked about Michael Kitchen over him, but then in the end you two both picked Rory Kinnear. So.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's the most complete tenor because he has things to do. Like of <laughs> Tim's.
1: I could imagine I'm if Michael, Michael Kitchen. <laughs> if I, I could see if Michael Kitchen had an extra movie, maybe he would go a little bit higher. Because I do think he has a bigger screen presence. But then at the same time, I think part of the argument we made is that Tanner shouldn't have that big of a screen presence. You know, he, he should be a who little, little bit more forgettable.
0: Who is Tanner? What's the point of him? <laughs> He's in the books. But who He's is he? He's in the he? books you know,
1: more, than, more than
0: Q. We, we talked about putting John Cleese in Casino Royale. Put Robinson in a Craig film. He fits yeah. in a Craig
3: film. Progressive Bond? Well, like there was, we're about to see there was talk Lynch.
1: about that. Like, I don't know if either of you remember before Daniel Craig was cast, after they said we're recasting James Bond, there was, for a brief time, a huge uh, movement to try to get Colin Salmon cast as the oh. new James Bond. Yeah.
3: Can we just remember... Again, we I think we need to next year finally do a who will be the next James Bond episode. But, like, we realistically are going to get a black James Bond. Can we just go back to 2005, 2006 when Blonde, not Bond, or whatever it was, .com, like... like
1: <laughs> oh, just- it was beyond an outrage. Like, I don't think any type of fan reaction was as negative as that, that I've ever... Like, forget about you know, all the Batmans they cast or whatever else. I don't think I've ever seen a negative fan reaction. Like, they cast a blonde guy as James Bond. This isn't right.
3: And he's not even blonde anymore. He's like dark, sort of, you know. And
0: and in that documentary that you two need to watch, as Barbara Broccoli points out, Roger Moore didn't even have black hair either. So it was
3: such a <laughs> yeah. weird
1: outrage.
3: Just imagine I love if the, new um, Q,
1: the new Q Lab is great though, right?
3: Yeah.
1: It's a Q lab.
3: <laughs> it's,
0: he's not
1: Q.
3: Hashtag not my Q.
0: Now, I saw an article two days ago from Ben Wishaw saying that he's completed his three film contracts and he's done as Q. Do you buy <gasps> it? Because I don't believe anything no. anyone says.
3: No, I don't believe it. I mean, I'd like to see it,
0: I'd be happy, but I'd um... be fine with it.
1: <laughs> I love it. Does it do anything? <laughs>
0: I, I will admit that, that both of them play off each other much better in this film, yeah. but still, hashtag not my cue.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I forgot that the chemistry they had here was actually quite good. I might I might have ranked Ben Wishaw a little bit higher had I remembered this back and forth they have.
3: <laughs> I do like this bit when he laughs at his own joke, though. Something I just find it
0: funny. <laughs> no, but this is... Your exact comment is my exact, exact huge problem with this queue is John Cleese and Desmond Llewellyn would never laugh at their own joke in this sort of self-defeating, demeaning sort of way. And I hate that it's become the jock and the nerd. The queue, I don't care if they're young or if they're a woman or if they're old like Desmond and John. The Q dynamic should always be, no matter who the actor is and what their age or ethnicity is, should always be them being above James Bond and making James yeah. Bond seem like the, the boob. I, I agree. They completely shift it to them making Q the boob. Q is com- not the boob. Mm, boobs. Um, <laughs> I completely
3: I completely, <laughs> I completely I completely agree. But it, like the one thing I'll say about the reason why I like it is like it it fits in with this style of Q. If you're gonna have your geeky sort of like you know, millennial, young, like, he would laugh at his own joke. Like, that's just what he would do, you know. that's what
1: Mendes. Yeah, well, exactly,
0: <laughs> you know. But the, the problem is not laughing at his own joke. Is The problem is the joke is played at his expense. If Desmond
1: Llewellyn laughed at his own joke, we would be there with him going, oh, Desmond. Desmond Llewellyn laughed his in his life,
3: though? I don't think I've ever seen Desmond Llewellyn laugh.
1: I can't remember one of the Pierce Brosnan movies, there is something. It might have been the writings on the wall part where he kind of chuckles.
0: There's a slight chuckle. Ben, she is the hottest money penny.
3: I'm not saying she's not attractive. She's just, I would rather do the other three. <laughs>
0: start again, start again. Like,
3: I, I wouldn't say no if Naomi Harris knocked on my door right now and was like, let's go, I'm sure. Um, for like, if Samantha Even no Bond, Naomi Lois Harris- Maxwell, and and Barry Manilow locked on my door, I'd probably go. You get to the back of the queue.
1: E- e- the queue. Whoa, <laughs> In the back of the queue. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched that. <laughs> we we just
0: missed Later the moment perhaps. that I'm pretty sure you two mocked me about that moment, but we just missed it where Ray finds M. Forget that it's money penny's birthday and to me that's such a great little one uh, second moment that you two laughed at me for enjoying that moment eh. but i think it's such a great sort of character point that between m and money penny that they they added in there that they didn't need to
1: add in but it adds a little bit of depth
0: compared to some of the other bullshit that scripts is in the <laughs> show.
1: Does anybody love that they have, like, the old-school label maker that they've used on yeah. the switches? <laughs> I was going to say, this, this,
3: is, this is the sexiest car in the Craig era. Like, he drives dad cars in most of these films, but that is a sexy car. Speaking of and they, sexy. And they
0: talked it up in the pre sort of thing, this car.
3: Speaking of sexy, he's Noah Grub. Gros- Boo, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Now we
0: can see how little she has in this okay. film. Even
1: though- you realize for people who aren't watching along with us, Ben says, here's coming something sexy. Boo, Noah. I thought that you're done with <laughs> Noah being sexy.
3: Noah's all right. I mean, you can't oh, get a date, but... <laughs>
1: No, like the, the, you want to talk about chemistry. I mean, there's two scenes that I think uh, every listener we have is probably laughing at. The, the oh, there's not any chemistry between Bond and Money Penny, the shaving scene, and then the the uh, Monica Bellucci, Daniel Craig. Like, say what you will about the the Craig movies, but those two scenes, like, those are hot scenes.
3: Can I just say, and I, I, I want to spend, a, spend, send a special shout out to our friends over at whatever that podcast is called, where they talk about suits. Bond in that suit that he's wearing right there, with the buttons up and just the sunglasses, that is hot. Like Craig pulls that off well.
0: I, I, I would get him
3: shirtless did we, in that.
0: Do we ever see Bond any other Bond in long jacket?
3: Uh, Brosnan in World well, Is Not Enough when he's in Scotland. Isn't he in, like, a long sort of trench coat? Like the funeral, yeah?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I remember. Don't like that. Well, it doesn't like you
1: either. Which one was it where they wanted Monica Bellucci originally? Was that tomorrow She was meant yeah. to be
3: Paris Carver. John Tenney wouldn't allow it, though. <laughs> I can see that. I can see her as Paris Carver. Imagine yeah. Terry Hatcher in this film instead. <laughs> <laughs> I think I they don't got think it, it right. Would work as well. I think they got it right. Like I, I could see her as Paris, but like Terry Hatcher fits the role of Paris Carver better in the tone of that movie. Oh, Terry yes. Hatcher does not fit this movie. <laughs> but, I, I, I agree, picture. but
1: I can really picture Monica Bellucci doing that just completely differently. And it's one of these things where I, would it be the same? Would it fit the tone of the movie? But would it be really interesting to see? I would love to see it.
3: I just love to see Monica Bellucci right now. No, you're an idiot. What did you rank her like nineteenth right or something? Like, yeah.
0: Jesus! But I said the scene was hot. Where now, are we? I'd...
3: Secondary women, girls. We here. don't really
0: talk about the modern day set design or set kind of uh, 18th. location design like we did for the old days. But this film has some great location footage and set design. Like mm.
1: I probably I would the best say... of the craze i would say my favorite um you know aside from blofeld's uh well blofeld's boardroom is great blofeld's layer is great but my favorite of all the movies is probably still um uh what do you call it uh the 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 island of silva
2: Mm,
3: and that that server
1: room where he uh propositions bond
3: oh mr bond i love this no matter where i rank her it's a great sequence Walking through, everyone in the back, like, oh.
1: Does she have, like uh, wait, three wait, lines? Isn't this the sequence? And, like, oh, I don't care. I, I know where I ranked her, but this is a great sequence. This is her role. If this is a great sequence, she deserves to be higher than 19. But
0: That was my point, is this is all it is. It's
1: Where was Plenty O'Toole? Well, she had two scenes. Number one. <laughs> Do we count the second scene? You know, Monica. This one shot runs longer than the two scenes Plenty O'Toole has. You know, yeah. He doesn't make an innuendo here. The, the, oh, but this most, way where they kill them and she just you know, blinks—it's oh, it's brilliant.
3: The most amazing yeah. thing to think is that she was considered too old to be a Bond girl in 1997. This is 18 <laughs> years later.
1: Yeah. Well, was that the reasoning that she was too old? I thought it was. I, that I she think wasn't it was one as, of the
3: reasons. I think I thought it was. That she was. wasn't
1: a well enough—not uh, a name. Well,
3: how old I was think, she in 97? I mean, she's about 97 here. So what does that make her like? About 80? I
1: think she was like, what, 52 here or something? She's, yeah,
3: she's in her 50s.
1: Yeah, so, so what, 18 holiday. years prior? <laughs> no, I don't but think what, the age, I think the, the Bond girls of the, a couple of the Bond girls of the Brazen era must have been older than that. Like? How old way, was Terry Hatcher?
3: The other woman. Um,
1: or Michelle Yeoh. Ooh, that oh, that drink looks
0: good. I, was about to say, I don't even drink <laughs> champagne, but I'd have that right now.
1: Are you out of your milk, Noah?
0: <laughs> now, I've been avoiding no time to die press, so I I don't know the character's name, but do you think that one girl is going to play this similar role
1: in the new film? Like, the slap? Monica Bellucci's daughter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that, I, just,
3: I can I just quickly say, I love the slap followed by Craig just going, Slamming the glasses oh, down, so good. quite Connery-esque this scene, yeah. When he throws a glass of coffee or whatever it was,
1: coffee. He <laughs> <laughs> just punches her in the face here, like the doctor.
0: <laughs> but you know, you know, this is going to make me sound really like Colin's age. But you know what makes <laughs> this scene hot is it's age appropriate. It's two people of a similar age. I don't want to see Roger Moore and a 20-year-old go at it, but this oh, yeah. is like, okay, exactly. it's like two consenting adults of a similar age, and that makes it hard. Are you but saying that like-
3: nobody consented with Roger Moore? What are you
0: sucking? <laughs>
1: Let's be honest. takes that all by they force. Hashtag to cuz <laughs> well, yeah, like, too. Even Jane Seymour is not nearly, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the gap between Moore and her, and that's him admit his youngest, is quite... Quite noticeable. Well, what would be the closest he got to an age appropriate money? Popcorn? Penny? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's too old. Baby.
3: But but like I think that the one thing, another thing too, which I think is a bit odd in this film is like Leia like said, who's what got to be in a mid twenties. Craig's clearly in his late late forties, and let's like this is meant to be the new Tracy, like you know the the next great love that we're going to see. in No time to die, like and mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Is this the best
1: Bond kiss? Let's rank the kisses. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm
3: distracted by just how sexy this scene is. But I don't know. Let's rank her at like 19th because she's that bad.
0: But very dangerous on that mirror. Mirror's of fragile.
3: Oh, the cock tease of Felix.
0: Oh, I remember we were really annoyed with this because I think in the cinema didn't we look at each other like, yeah. "Oh my God, Felix is coming back! That's a surprise cameo!" And
1: then it was just what? like, "No." Was in our recap, we said, "Does this make her Della now?"
0: <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> but then theoretically, could we see her in the new film? I would, I would love to see it. Like that would be a great. Is she married to Felix?
2: Mm.
3: She is Doctor No. <laughs> Oh, is this the chase? No, we're not at the chase yet, are we? We're about to have the meeting.
0: I have been to Rome, so so far I've been to London and Rome, but I've not been to Mexico City, but Ben's covered that. Ha- have you been to me? Have I been- I've been to your
1: house, yeah.
3: No, that song, <laughs> I've been to Paris, but I've never been to me, or whatever that song is. Is
1: that a Madonna song?
3: Isn't it Joni Mitchell? Oh.
2: Not everything's about Madonna, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I do listen
3: to other gay music too. Sorry, that-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, I no, have What's awful that song? I've Rome. never been to me. I went to Rome after this film, but I had a terrible time in Rome, so I don't look back on this You got, Didn't
1: get a date. Uh, it's not
3: Donny Mitchell, yeah. it's Charlene. Why don't I have subtitles right now?
1: Yeah, where are mine? <laughs> The one part of the movie we need them oh i just see apologizing in italian now i love that this, this is this uh, lollipops and rainbows video i did i completely forgot it until i watched it recently like a year ago at the I'm end arnold. of this that's where i threw in, i threw in the i'm <laughs> arnold right but,
0: but this is where the mickey mouse this is where i'm like are these film students writing this script it's like the mickey mouse reference 80 years too late it makes no sense and because I think there it's are a common character that at haha, I'm Mickey Mouse. But Italians don't know who
3: I don't know what's a big like, Bob's Burgers. They don't know who a Bob Burger <laughs> is. Like Mickey Mouse is universally known across the world, no matter what area you're from. Like it's. It should standard. have been
1: SpongeBob SquarePants. I mean, that would be a little some bit Some people
3: don't know who a SpongeBob is. Everyone knows
0: who Mickey Mouse is. Yeah, but who is referencing Mickey Mouse in
3: 2015? James Bond.
0: Yeah, well, he's an old buddy duddy isn't he? <laughs> okay,
3: before we talk about this epic scene, the song is called I've Never Been to Me by Charlene. I guess we can close off with that. Um, <laughs> that <was> pretty gay. <laughs> the chorus goes, Oh, I've been to Nice and the Isle of Greece when I sip champagne on a yacht. I move like Harlow in Monte Carlo and show them what I've got. I've been undressed by kings and I've seen some things that a woman ain't supposed to see. I've been to paradise, but I've never been to me.
1: Okay, we have <laughs> to play that at the end. Ben's version at
0: the end of credits. No. Did this make
1: our
0: Hall of uh, Fame? fame I did, did it have. Yeah. I'll find out for you. Oh, this no. scene. Holy crap. To me, the single greatest delivery of any line in the James Bond history of 24 films is Welcome James. It's just oh, the yeah. most amazing. It's,
1: the way he delivers like, that
0: is mind-blowing.
1: We saw this in the trailers over and over again, and then it doesn't matter how many times I watch this movie, it still gives me chills when he does that.
3: This, Yeah, yeah so this is one of the three, the three that made it. Were Spectre Boardroom meeting scene, pre-title sequence, and Mr. White meeting Death Kite dancing in a hurricane. Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Over
3: I, the I, explosion I was... of the the bloody base?
1: Yeah, wow. Well, or the car chase? The car chase, I think I put above that.
3: This you know what annoys me again, like people's criticism of this movie. People criticize this for being boring and long. Like I think it's the honest trailer or the everything wrong with. They literally rip into this for being this is so boring. Do something. Come on, say something. Like what makes this scene so epic is just the long pauses yeah. and silence. It's tense. It's amazing. You're hooked. You're glued to this. Like it's so cool when Higgs comes in here and bursts his eyes. Like you're like holy fuck balls. What's going Ooh. on right now?
1: And it's also it's what ties this together with the classic movies because you had those specter scenes like, oh, our operation, whatever, only netted us $1 million. Like, <laughs> th- this is the moment where you realize how big this organization is.
3: And like people, like again, I hate I hate people's criticism of this movie when they say, "Oh, they wasted Christoph Waltz. He didn't do anything in this movie." Like him sitting here in the shadows saying a that couple of things, devil. and then he turns yeah. to the thing and does "Welcome, James." That automatically makes him a top ten villain. This could be his only fucking scene in the movie. I would still rank him in the top fucking ten. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, everything I, he I'm does, a- he
3: shits over anything Dominic Green ever did in any of his movies, movies, movie.
0: (laughs) You know, you know, it's my lifelong ambition to just be a massive critiquer of the Craig films. But I will say this scene, Trump's Thunderball. This is in terms of specter. This is the greatest specter scene of all time. And welcome James is just one of the best moments. And as Colin said, it's like, even though you've seen it five times and you saw it in the trailer, I still get freaked out, thinking, "Oh my god, how is James Bond going to get out of this?" Like the and, and way and he turns it—it's out of a horror film. It's so yeah. tense. Welcome, James
1: is the deli- We talked about that. Like it's like those nightmares you have, where I mean, the whole the whole atmosphere, people in shadows, and then something happens in your dream, and you're like, "Oh, what is that?" Like it's amazing.
3: And what are you going to do? You like in in this era of super serious Craig, you can't have him press a button and get, you know, zapped into a thing with his gun. You need to have, like, slam in this, pop his eyeballs out, wipe it off cleanliness and walk off. Like, the only thing that sucks about this scene is that this isn't his trope. This isn't
0: Hinks's thing, that this is how he kills people. This should be his thing. should have been.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Colin, are you a Game of Thrones person?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love Game
0: of Was this pre or after the game of thrones scene that is more or less the exact same thing as this what season was that i can't remember Three. but there's the guy who comes in and he just like destroys the guy's head i've seen that scene on the, on the cliff side
1: think, oh yeah i think this is before
0: hmm Oh, it's so good. And the callback to the Anthony Dawson of not seeing Blofeld's yeah. face as well is just amazing.
3: Like, and it, what, what makes it better is a second viewing when you officially know this is Blofeld.
0: Like, is Stephen Merchant next to it?
3: That's <laughs> Rami Malek. Here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Imagine if, like, Yeah, the, James- the other thing... You know what really makes this work is not only can you not see his mouth... He's not looking at him. So you're almost thinking for a second, is James Bond imagining this? Like, is but this real?
3: What I think would be funny if like James Bond thinks it's him and he's like, me? And then all of a sudden it's like, thanks, James Smith. You have got a promotion. <laughs> it's just like, oh, phew. <laughs> and he turns to the guy next to him. Thought my cover was blown. Lol. Cuckoo. <laughs> oh, this I'm car welcome. chase is so I'm good. I lost the
0: cuckoo. I like welcome to yeah, the I like I'm cuckoo. I'm, I just I don't kind of I'm, like it. I'm it's quirky. Like it. I'm iffy on it.
3: Like, I love this but, car chase. Like, I can't remember was it one of you two was like complaining that oh, there's no such thing as like stuff comedy. Like, I'm with. I don't agree. I agree. There's barely no comedy in the crowd. But what makes this movie so good to me is that this is a classic car chase. I love this. chase. Like the old man.
0: I think it's good, but I disagree. I don't think it holds any candle to the Roger Moore car chases. No, like,
3: all. I get, I agree with that, but I think the fact that, like, I mean, I love me some Brosnan, but, like, outside of what? Tomorrow never dies? Do we really get a quirky car chase in the Brosnan We had one era? on
0: ice. But, like, <laughs> is it quirky besides the fact that he flips the car on the roof and, like, but, okay, but like... you know what salvages this? Daytime. If people are out and about, and we've got all these sequences in the background of people going no, about in injuries, no, I disagree. I think, I it's think the night, night adds to it. Yeah, no, having it at night is what ruins it because there's no freaking people around. The score, and the, the thing score. But the thing that makes them, the that makes them more car chases is people. That's what makes them, not the car chases. It's but then
3: I think you that would have, you have that too much fixed.
1: going on then.
3: Yeah, that would be too much for a Craig yeah, I think I you get. The, but I, like, I love like the the mood of it, and like. The score here, this is my favorite piece of score in this entire movie. I love can. Music for
1: listen- 009. <laughs> <laughs> I love the look at his face. I want it to be music for Money Penny and it starts playing, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I do I remember ben, there, were,
0: there were quite a lot of laughs in the cinema during this. The old man. <laughs> <laughs> but just to backtrack a little bit onto Blofeld. I think how you say this film is Welcome James is too good of a line to to drop, so you need Blofeld knowing who James Bond is. Don't make it a step, brother, just make it that there was an unseen mission where Blofeld was a part of whatever happened with Bond.
3: (laughs) <laughs> look, I, look I, I I, I, get the criticism behind the whole brother thing. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you two and other people. Like, it, it bothers me, but, like, I'm not a fan of it. But, like, it's something different, you know? Like, it's... Don't, no, don't to To me, the, to the me the, though, like, yeah.
1: it basically would say that from this point going forward, we don't have anything associated with Blofeld unless it involves James Bond. And what, I think what... what Really makes Blofeld and Spectre so oh, big as an organization. Is, I
3: forgot that this was part. Sorry to interrupt, but like, I like this. I love this. At this time of night, it's called having a life. Like, I forget this is part of the car oh, chase. Is, I thought this was separate.
1: This is Money Panties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At this but, time of night. But like, I. I, like I like e- money Panties, cool palm. I know it's not technically Spectre, or is it Goldfinger, but where he's basically saying, oh, and uh, if you kill me, you know, the next agent's going to replace me. That's what I think makes these villains and these organizations so big. When you just make it a personal battle between these brothers or stepbrothers, adopted brothers, whatever, it it, it actually lowers the stakes of the movie because you want to feel like, well, if James Bond does die – you Know this is still gonna go on.
3: The, the the argument with that though is in that that takes away from Silver because he's just got a personal vendetta, that's all he wants.
1: But no, but that James works Bond, as a one time right. thing,
3: but like I get it, like I do, like and again, I'm not I'm not defending it, I just don't think like because he's not his stepbrother, it's his like he's not his official stepbrother, it's just like the oh, like, guy that looked it. after us, like you know, yeah, so, it's,
1: so I mean, if like anything, it's. Really. More like a guardian than a brother, but, but, but like still, you know,
3: like he's close personal friend 006. Like,
0: you know, but here's the thing I'm not even against Bond and no- and Blofeld knowing each other off screen, but oh, no one music. can sit here and defend the fact that we've got a picture of them growing up in Switzerland together. It's, it's the, the same dumbest we, shit I've ever seen on compl- com- film.
1: We complained about that leading into it on film, really
3: did you watch Double the rise of skywalker
1: I was, gonna, well, I was gonna say <laughs> we complained about that leading into all the star wars movies that of course everybody online is saying oh this person needs to be this person's son ray needs to be you know luke skywalker's daughter you don't need those family connections for everything and then what did they do in rise of skywalker they made this is lando's daughter like we don't need connections for all the characters
0: That's the one thing I hope Bond 26 does away with, because Spectre had so much hype to be the best Craig film and wasn't because of this obsession of connecting it to the character. Mm -hmm. Are the viewers, I don't know if it's the viewers or the producers, but do the viewers, does the average viewer of 2021 need James Bond to have a connection to the plot? Like, I feel like it's not giving the viewers enough credit.
3: Oh, that looks so cool. And Just what's, Craig's what's reactions driving? during this
1: whole chase scene is great.
3: Is that What is Hink's driving? Is that a Lambo?
1: A car.
2: Thank
0: you. <laughs> I'm disappointed in this new one. It doesn't seem like we've got some sort of iconic henchman coming up because that's the one thing that was exciting about Mr. Hink's. Well, Rami Malek could be a henchman. Blofeld's in it, so you never know. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, the Craig the Craig era definitely is probably the worst era for henchmen.
1: Like,
3: not probably. Yeah, even Jamie agrees. Listen to her.
1: <laughs> oh, the ejector seed.
0: That's <laughs> what made Mr. Hinks so exciting, <laughs> exciting is we finally had an actual iconic henchman. He's not the best, <laughs> but he's iconic. For he this automatically era.
3: is the best of the Craig era by default. <laughs> <laughs> because
1: I he mean, is he what- a henchman?
0: <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> <With> Elvis. <laughs> but Dave is great, so... Do you think he's coming back? There was a bit of talk about that, remember, but I don't well, think he is. I, I mean, yeah, the argument not. is you never see his body. Yeah, but we never see Whispers either. and We never saw him come back. Well, Whisper didn't die.
1: All <laughs> oh, those exactly. people were like, oh, we need Whisper back.
3: <laughs> what? What was that?
1: <laughs> Translate that. Who can
0: read <laughs> this? <that? laughs> is that, that actually you, didn't a you think it's got faults Young. Yeah. Mm. Must be. Do you Maybe. what can we, we go behind seen. the scenes of these sort of films where they show Daniel Craig young yeah. and that? Do they like call up okay, Christoph, we need you to get a yearbook photo That's of you. They do. Oh like, there's Australia. Uh,
3: Australia. Oh, I've never noticed that before.
0: Is that what they do? Like they call up and like they do, they they have an old
3: picture of you. I know in some movies, like if you read the trivia, they'll say like that is an actual picture of you know, Christoph Waltz from high school, you know. Fucking hell, if I ever become a movie star.
0: <laughs> you sh- you've shown me some pictures from when you were 16. I don't want to see them on movies.
3: I've seen pictures of you when you were 16 because that's what age you were when I met you.
0: <laughs>
1: you were in the pictures when you were 16. <laughs> I <laughs> was in them. You remember those noises from the bushes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Andrew Scott is such a great actor, but what a like sort of wasted character.
1: There was so much hype about him being in this movie,
3: but he is anyone that kind of defended him a little bit.
0: I mean, I don't hate the character. I just think it's too much in this movie. I think as a character, he's fine.
1: It's something you don't need. Again, it's like we're overdoing it. You could have just done Blofeld and left it at that, and instead you have to have oh, you got to have a surprise villain.
3: Like I like, yeah. again, it's I don't dis. I had him at six. You both had him at eighth. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I like
3: him. I think he just he's 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 memorable enough to the point where, yeah, you don't need him. But like, I mean, let's look at all of these secondary villains. You don't need any of them most of the time. Mm. Um, so like he like I I'm I'm with the whole. I'm sick of the Bonds going rogue and let's find Bond and oh like let's go against the double O's. And, like, it gets a bit tiring. And, like, even with no time to die, he's starting off in retirement. Like, I really hope that Bond 26 is just... Bond is still a double O agent and he's just on a mission. Like, when was the last time we just had Bond on a mission? Like, was it Quantum? Like... Oh,
1: well, he he had to go rogue at one point in that movie too. Yeah.
3: But, I mean, Casino Royale, he just started. Quantum, I guess, he was fully an agent in that entire movie, wasn't he? Although he did mm-hmm. go against them, though, didn't he? Like, he... He was. Can we just give out. a big
2: shout
0: out to this film that they just put Austria in small tech yeah. already better than Quantum of just by doing Austria like, as a. But small also, tech.
3: I love how it's like it's Rome, it's London, and it's not Vienna, it's the entire country of Austria. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> I think we
0: were right. I think this is a great
3: sequence. Hall of Fame. I think it's a great sequence, but now I would put the car chase over this. No. I'm standing by ours. We're right. Oh, Mr. White, I had him high. I had him at fourth. So did you, Noah, and Colin, you had him at fifth. Really? This yeah. was our most I mean- quoted line, I think, in the lead up just Sp- You're a kite, Mr. Bond. I remember oh, this when you was sent me that where... meme and I didn't get it, Noah? It was like a book, and it was called "The Author of Your Pain." Oh no, it was like "Your Pain," Mister Overhauser or something, and I didn't get it. I'm like, i don't get it. And like, went off oh, me. The Author of Your Pain or something.
0: That was so funny. Probably the
1: best meme I've ever seen. How where are there it, birds living in his house?
3: Is it the jump scare pigeons? Is this how? How does he find this house again? Did I? Did I miss this? because uh, um, what's his name what's this guy's name uh not mr white like what what is he looking for pale king
0: he's looking for the pale king
2: mm-hmm.
0: now uh for you two if we didn't have him come back in this film where do you think mr white ranks probably lower right like this film elevates him quite a bit uh, i don't think i, mean,
1: it, I don't think him. no I, i'm I almost view this as a completely different character. This is like the bookend of Mr. White. So I think my ranking yeah, is more or I'm less trying, based on the first two.
0: We didn't have this film. I don't think he's coming fourth for you two.
1: I'm saying But that he came right now. fifth for me, because I changed my mind.
3: <laughs> I, I don't know, like I see it. Um but like I still think he might crack the top five. Like, I'm looking here, maybe Milton Crest goes a spot high for me.
1: No, I was Milton Crest on your list? I not that question. Forget
0: I even said anything. He's so My good. Who's the best paper? Danish person in James Bond? Davidoff. him or
3: Davidoff? Or the, the brushing up on a little Danish woman? Oh, Maggie Michelson's good, Danish? Yeah,
1: he is the best. Does somebody eat
3: Danish at one point? Hmm, Danish. Danish or quiche? Quiche. Quiche.
1: Danish quiche.
3: Why is he (laughs) just sitting there playing chess by himself?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm still have Never picked up on
3: that.
0: I'm five viewings that he's playing chess with himself. That's such a great
2: little.
0: Yeah, it looks like he's losing. (laughs) That's such a great little Mr. Chessman. How have we never picked up on the fact that he's playing chess with himself? That's a great little. It's better than just he's playing, playing with himself.
3: When um this movie came out, I remember I got for Christmas that year. I got a specter ring. I think Mum got me one, and it like was obviously like some really cheap mum because like the black on it wore off in like two weeks. So I was just wearing this <laughs> silver ring. You had to look carefully and see boring. an octopus on it. That's
1: my Get little Sharpie. Sharpie drop back on. <laughs>
3: Was Octopusy done as kind of like a hey, we want to use the octopus as an Octo Spectre? Or?
1: I think it was done because they were running out of Ian short Fleming. stories. <laughs>
3: yeah. Can I, can I just want to say one thing? I rank Magda way too low. I like Magda. Magda should have been higher. Even when she talks. Oh, <laughs> well, talk to Colin about them. And Octopusy as a as a character actually got better for me as well. I kind of like know her little that. arc. Uh,
1: she has an arc.
3: And Kamal Khan. Oh, like Kamal Khan,
1: absolutely. I'm with you finally, <laughs> Colin, <and> when you're like, <laughs> sure, the sure, plays sure. him.
3: No, they shit. I, I stand by my ranking. They <laughs> <and> do nothing. <laughs> this they is show just up for one scene, disappear. It's
1: stubbornness at this point. They literally show them. up,
3: they disappear, then they come back and die. They got nothing. That's More every enough. secondary henchman. Davidoff does it. Davidoff has an impact.
1: He dies the first time they try to kill him.
0: <laughs> Third time? I just love that he's playing chess with himself and he's taken a horse and a castle for the white and then he's lost a pawn for the black. Like, who do you think he's rooting for when he's playing against himself? I never knew Noah was such a chess expert.
1: Oh, Gosh. we should play chess. I, I love chess. Like, I am obsessed with chess, but I am the world's worst chess player. I, play I, was, I once played against a guy and was losing, and he said, What does the queen do again? And I was losing at this point. And meanwhile, I've been playing chess since I was eight years old.
3: Well, you are Canadian. So, I have seen from Russia with Love.
1: Yeah, there you go. You, know.
0: you love chess, but you're the worst chess player. It's kind of like Ben loves podcasts.
1: <laughs> like Noah loves women. <laughs> <And> Colin <laughs> likes being young. <laughs> okay, we've done the rounds. We've done the rounds. Colin Colin hates children. <laughs> Colin, just next, clip.
3: Just, FY, just FYI, Colin. If you ever have sex for a third time, there's this thing called a condom. <laughs> Try it.
0: I'm the author of all your condom is, is this the only suicide in James Bond?
3: Uh, no, Mayday kind of kills herself, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, martyr, martyrdom. Yeah.
1: Like, I, I like this scene, but I'm feeling like between this and the boardroom scene, this is the one that drags a little bit too long.
3: You're a kite, Mr. Bond. <laughs> okay, can we analyse the line, you're a kite, Mr. Bond, dancing in a hurricane? Like, what does it mean?
1: It's like the, the bag in American Beauty.
3: Well, that's Sam Mendes, right? That's just like, oh, yeah. two films, I've got to get something in. It's like,
1: this is, this is his callback to American Beauty. We need you, somebody going, this bang, is the most beautiful thing. In the
0: <laughs> this
3: is the most beautiful thing that I have ever seen on film.
1: I, have
0: you two ever flown a kite? I don't know if I've ever flown I've a flight. kite. I have.
1: I, I used to. You used, <laughs> I used to? to. <laughs> you just
0: well, came well, up I, one day. I
1: don't. Well, I <laughs> mean, like, do you know many grown men who are like, I'm going to go fly a kite? <laughs> I've watched some other, other a
3: cases.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a
3: professional you kite what? flying championship. Look at Bond the perv here, going through the wall. Oh, what's this? Oh, a hot person.
0: Now, this is creepy. He gets
1: with that kid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well. Yeah, she's too old.
1: That's an incredible staircase.
0: I do like the, the, the
1: staircases. I, I, I love the, the grayscale scale that they put
0: over England but when we saw the London exterior, they've just put a grey effect over all of
3: them. Oh, well, that's London, right? That's just what it always looks like. Those people are grumpy, moody shits.
0: Andrew Scott, he could have been a, a main villain. He is such a good actor. I just, Andrew yeah. Scott. Wasted potential
3: because he is he, so good. You know, you want to know something funny. I mentioned before about how we're going to do a guest and exchange Bond episode or whatever. I was reading recently, like, you know, we ranked the 10 best chances of James Bond, right? And most names are on the same list. I literally read an article where they put Toby Stevens as a potential next James Bond. And I'm like, could you imagine that? If next year
0: Toby freaking Stevens
3: is James Bond. You two would be like,
0: nah. (laughs) <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm done. <laughs> Not doing this. Toby Stevens. I'm the only Toby to be a James Bond.
3: <laughs> just to be a Bond, Miranda. Oh, can you imagine? I still it. don't think
1: you've seen The Lost in Space show yet, have you, Ben? No,
3: nah, I've got it. I just haven't watched it. It's
1: like you I mean you recognize him, but he's so different on that.
3: I'd like to actually listen to his audiobooks to see how he sounds as like playing James mm. Bond. I, I like, and, like, this is not just a Die Another Day thing. I, From what I've seen of Toby Stevens, I genuinely like him. Like, I mean, I think, come on, even you two hate Die Another Day. But, like, outside of Madonna and Halle Berry, you would still be like, oh, there's that actor from, you know, you're like, cool. He's
1: one of the adequate things about that movie.
0: He played Bond in a bunch of audio plays already. That's why I just said I'd like to hear him as Bond. (laughs) Thanks for listening, Noah. I'm watching Race Bond.
3: Who wouldn't? What a man.
1: Andrew
0: Scott. Well, I'm thinking outside of Harry Potter, what has Ray Fiennes been in? I'm trying to yeah. think. What patient? have I seen Schindler's
1: List? Schindler's List, <laughs> Schindler's List yeah. Wasn't he English, English English like in English Patients? Wasn't he, in seven? Was English he in seven? I've not seen the English patient. No. He was in what? No.
3: Was he in Seven? was Wasn't No, he was um in uh, the one of the Hannibal movies.
1: Oh, yeah. Was Red it? Dragon. Yeah. Oh,
0: so not the good one. Well,
1: well it's... Better than Hannibal, probably. It's not the worst one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's the Romanian of get Hannibal movie. Oh, why didn't we get the crow looking at Mr. White going, boo?
3: <laughs> I'll tell you what he's been in besides Qantas flight attendants. Ah ha ha ha, the joke that doesn't die. Um, He was in Skyfall. <laughs> no. He was in Made Sorry, in Craig. Manhattan.
0: Craig in Tracky Dax doesn't look so good.
3: I like this outfit of him. Like, I kind of like the little beanie thing. I'm
0: going to
1: say he made him laugh.
3: He was in Quiz Show, The Constant Gardener. Oh, I
1: love Quiz Show. Hey, Constant Gardener with Daniel Craig's wife.
3: Nanny McPhee and the Big Bang. (laughs) The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was was Alfred in the Lego Batman movie. (laughs) He was in Doolittle. Good for him.
1: Not good for anybody.
0: Everyone, stop what we're doing and let's watch Blue Is the Lesbian Room instead. Have you two
1: watched it yet?
0: I've never no. seen it. Come
3: on, like Colin, I showed you porn that one time. You will see more <laughs> in Blue Is the Lesbian Room than you would have seen in that clip. I, like seriously, I this still is haven't like recovered explicit. from your three.
1: I still haven't recovered from your three seconds of porn. You think I'm ready for Blue Is the Lesbian Room? It goes for like
3: twenty minutes as well. Like you could have at least three <laughs> orgasms if you time them right. Isn't it the French film? Yeah.
0: Then uh, well, you how subtitles? You
3: no one's no one's no one's running away in that scene. That's the best French thing I've ever seen.
0: You know, have I seen it? I've got, got eyes. Them. We should have mentioned when the subtitles came out earlier, and Ben went, "Oh, subtitles! Why are they on my screen?
1: <laughs> I couldn't see them. I don't have them on this my is version. The, this is the New How much alcohol do you consume? Too much." <laughs>
3: Now, Noah, you talked about how you thought she was like the hottest Bond girl of all time. Do you stand, stand by that? I by that. Yeah. I,
1: she's not the I best. I still say she's. I don't stand by that. She's, she's better in Mission Impossible. She's a villain in that, too. She's so. better
3: in Blue is the Warmest Room. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: she's got blue hair in that, in many places.
0: I would say she's probably at least top three hottest. Not the best. Can I
3: screen share that scene in Blue is the Warmest Room right now? From Colin to watch.
0: He's got children in that house right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they're going to have more born That's after he watches this scene. Down. I don't want He's- more children. Have you met yeah. my kids?
3: I have. Well, I've met one of them. I think the other two were in a belly the last time I was with
0: you. I love general temper slash mood was a, a seven. Type like Ben, seven. Seven, seven, seven. Small world. That's a direct reference to Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> I got a brother. (laughs) Small (laughs) one.
3: Colin, what is wrong with you? How do you not like that movie?
1: It's so dumb. Exactly.
0: It's It's it's, so dumb. Exactly.
1: It's kind of like Spectre. The first half of the movie, I'm always like, maybe I misjudged this. In the second half of the movie, Jamie described it best. It's like the dollar store rip-off of James Bond. Like somebody wanted to James Bond movie. But they didn't know great. what they were doing and it just comes off as cheap and no bad effects bad I, fight scenes I, bad- I
3: watched that and like literally the one that i always laugh at because i just think of noah laughing about in the episode is the elephant <laughs> <Like with> the-
0: <laughs> did <laughs> the you watch circus, the everything wrong with? from start to finish is just brilliant did you watch the everything wrong with noah like it was so funny i did watch <laughs>
3: Because I didn't want to hear bad things about it. No, because it's like the Bartho sub when Blofeld's like, go get me my Batho sub. The commentator guy literally just cracks up laughing. He's like, ah! (laughs) And then he like, what does he say about the blow up your pants? He's like, I
1: don't even know what's happening. (laughs) He goes, blow up your pants. and I don't know what that means.
0: I think I think this is a great sequence at the bar. Either he wants to order a drink and, like, we've only got vegan carrot, blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> With probiotics. This is
3: so <laughs> 2015. Like, people will watch this in, like, 20 years' time. This will be, like, the, you, you know, the Barry Manilow or the Ghetto Blaster. Like, it's so dated to the time. But the bartender like, is Mike so cute as
2: well. <laughs> He's got like,
3: <laughs> Thanks, Colin. <laughs> Just diss my this you're fat <laughs> and I'm not anymore. Q he doesn't might- wear
0: a turtleneck. Why and not? Maybe, is this the worst Q on the scene? Like, did he need to show up right now?
1: Does he need to show up? No, but I think we all agreed we liked the whole him him in the chase scene, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, like this
1: it. Is, again, this is so weird because I ranked him lower than the two of you, and I'm still defending him more.
3: I like I'm always the middle. I think between you two and Q. Like I like he grew on me a little bit in this movie, but it's just I just like this isn't Q. Like it's like how, Like I have a problem with Naomi Harris's Money Penny because like I just don't You're racist. like. Money. Yeah, I'm racist. <laughs> all right, I hate white people, but like I just I don't like Money Penny being an agent and going to be behind a desk. Like it's just it's just dumb. Ooh, we're whole, progressive.
0: I don't know if it's hall of fame, but the whole sort of breakout of this thing and the escape is pretty good sequence for yeah. For, it feels we're still at the good film.
1: point of the movie here.
0: Yeah, Lucky's like jacket, and and we like we loved in the cinema the whole stay stay. Oh, no, the stay bit fucking hilarious. <laughs> we thought that was very sort of, very Brosnan almost, I think.
1: How about that? Uh, throw it in the toilet. Cut out the middleman. Line that's pretty good.
0: <laughs> that's a good line. Oh, the music here. Dun, dun,
3: dun,
2: dun.
1: <laughs> Stay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, this is Craig's. I will say, no matter how bad his leg was, this is Craig's best Bond performance.
1: Yeah, this it's is, the same thing as uh, Brosnan. You know, I, I, I would. I would have a hard time arguing Nicholas's argument of that Die Another Day is probably Brosnet at his best, at least.
3: And can I just say, having just listened to the Die Another Day episode, when I say that he's one of his best performances and both of you shut me down. So, there you go. Oh, I mean, I I, really I,
1: even at I that point, I got where you're coming from because I think in our GoldenEye episode, I said, I love GoldenEye, oh, but it is probably guy. Brosnan's weakest.
3: Is this Mike from Breaking Bad? Is I, I this, was about um, to say,
1: is that Jonathan Banks? <laughs> I was going to say it's Zowl. Jonathan
3: Banks <laughs> in a Bond film. Make it happen. Oh, it just wow. works. Giancarlo Esposito for Bond villain in Bond Twenty Six. See, you know what? Ben Ben and Nick
1: some... Ben and Nick on the Oz Network have me on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul now. So that's pretty much all I'm watching.
0: Look at that. We have influence on people. We're missing Hugh at the bottom of that cable car. We're missing two things. We're missing Sean Campbell at the bottom saying, when can I come up?
2: <laughs> I've, seen <laughs> <it happen. laughs> I've seen it advertised. <laughs> we're,
0: we're also missing the Brazilian guy at the bottom going, Oh. You know what's great about re watching
3: them when you re listen to our episodes like in Octopussy? Well, that's a fantastic turban. You should get a picture of that. And then like in, in, in License to Kill. Are you really Colombian? What are you doing in the Bahamas? Are you really Colombian? What are you doing in the Bahamas? <laughs> <laughs> I just now, love the little Craig. Like, that's such a Roger Moore look. Like, it's so good. Like, a little a little wave.
2: Dude.
0: This it's is so his good. best performance. And then wave and, and he, he shoots. <laughs> we're jumping ahead of the next film that we've never seen, but that, that plane sequence with him and the new 007 looks so epic coming up.
1: So here's a question, because both of you are more critical on the Craig films. Um, I, I think you both ranked Craig lower as a Bond. But
3: five if me, we, I think from memory.
1: but, but looking at just like putting the movies aside, because we, in all fairness, we do that with all the others. We do that with Dalton. We do the Dalton. We do that with Brosnan. If you were to put your feelings on the movies aside, if we get Craig as good, at least as good in no time to die as this movie, where do you think Craig will fit on your bond actors?
3: <sighs> I can't I put know. him higher because he's still three from five. Um, and, and like, the thing to me, having just done this rewatch, Roger Moore has gone way up for me, and I can't put him any higher because I literally want to put him higher, but I, I like, I'm one and a half way into Timothy Dalton. Like, you two do not want to know how highly I've just put the Living Daylights up after having rewatched that film, and I think Dalton is fucking fantastic, and I stand by, and I don't care how much you laugh at me. Him and Kara in that film is incredible. (laughs) I, I am, like, I just cannot believe you two are dumb enough not to see it. So... I can't change my rankings. Like Connery's gone up because I think I appreciate Connery a lot more, but then he gets lazy. Brosnan's always going to be my number one. Like I, I, I respect Craig more as a person than I used to. And this film really like just shows me what, and let's just, if he was like this in all of his films, he's probably higher. He's probably like third for me, but like, I just can't, I don't know. Like I just, the first three films, like, Quantum of Solace, no. Casino Royale, just like, uh, like, it's just, it's just, yeah, I just can't. Don't
1: rank What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but,
1: what?
0: He can't what? have all of it. More for sure. Jamie, stop downloading Blue is the Warmest Room.
3: <laughs>
1: I, I, am, I, am I audible now?
3: Sort of, just go with
1: it. What? <laughs> I'm not on call. Who's calling? Yeah, well, they can but call somebody else. Happening? It's not my turn. <laughs> what is going on? Colin the robot, Colin. Colin. What to Colin. Am I back yet? <laughs> See, right I'm now Andre, I rank Colin as my what third favorite host. Where am I? <laughs>
3: the hearse? The who?
1: I like the mullet.
3: You're no. back. We can hear you.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm glad you actually missed that because Jamie's calling down the stairs. Off Colin, your work phone is going off. I'm like, I'm not on call. Somebody else can take the call.
0: No, no we heard that. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> me ditching
0: work. <laughs> I, I would say... I'm going to say this right now. I think Craig is the best actor of the all the Bonds, but he's mm-hmm. even if next film he's as good as this, still fifth for me.
1: But, like, not here's even a my... Here's my argument. I mean... Again, we, we rank everybody. We, we we contradict ourselves in our rankings a lot of the time. I think Noah, you mentioned, you know, oh, we're, we're saying this Bond girl is only in two oh, minutes of the movie. Tippy. Well, they're all only in two minutes of the movie. But <laughs> Craig's had no more bad performances than Connery has. I mean, if you're looking at Connery's worst versus Craig's worst, I'm gonna say that Craig's worst is better than Connery's worst.
0: Like you, I don't uh, think I you. Like... was pretty bad.
1: I, I don't That's like, not I mean, you only left Twex bad.
3: I would agree oh, with Colin. Agreed. I would agree with Colin, like Craig's still trying in that film. The problem is Craig's just mopey and bored.
0: And yeah, like, I think that's one of the worst Bond performances of all time, that's, actually. Colin, that's, and, Colin.
3: and that's that's my problem with Craig in those earlier ones, is that like, okay, he's playing Bond differently, but like He's just he's just not Bond. He's just a, a action guy in an action and, film,
1: and he like
0: Skyfall, and we lie Skyfall.
1: And, and but that, and of course the argument about he's he's bored and mopey. My argument for that would be he was playing it the way it was written. So give him more credit than Whoa. Connery, who played "You Only Live Twice" mopey and bored. But and you it wasn't realistically,
3: we're gonna put Daniel Craig ahead of Sean Connery because like okay, I see your argument, no. but like take no. Sean Connery's, you know, take him even in um, Never Say Never Again. But you're then not gonna turn around and look at you know, his first four films and turn around and go, well, okay, they shit all over everything else.
1: No, again, I'm not saying, I'm not even saying that Craig would be higher than Brosnan for me, but I feel like you get another good movie in him and it, it has to be a lot closer because the bad things about Craig. We could say that about any other bond.
3: I've read, really just watched all me. There's um, a YouTube channel. I think it's like Joe blogs or something like that. He did a big retrospective where he went over every single bond film um and then kind of he did like sort of a rankings. He ranked the bonds. Lazenby default number six. But then he had Brosnan at fifth. And I nearly shat myself. Like I've like I've watched all of your episodes, mate, and I'm sitting here. Um he had he had Dalton same as me, as number three, but he had Craig at two and Connery at one.
0: It's yeah, a I common opinion. People love Craig. I don't I don't sit. But get people it at liked all.
3: Brosnan. When Brosnan was Bond, people were saying that he was better than Connery. Like he he's yeah. Brosnan's only been hated since his movies ended and Craig came along. I yeah. guarantee I feel that in ten years' time when we're talking about Idris Elba's third film, Daniel Craig <laughs> will all of a sudden not be as loved as he is now. Because like I disagree. Just just
0: I think we're in a new era of Bond fandom where I, I, because he's been Bond for so long. And because he's changed the franchise so much and so many people have only grown up with only Mm -hmm. Craig, I think it's going to be different for Craig. I I, think he's always going to be in high regard.
1: uh, This is where I'll come in the middle. I think I kind of agree with both of you. I I do think that you're going to see some shifting of opinion uh, from like the classic Bond fans when the series moves on from Craig. Uh, But at the same time, there's... When you make these Bond films so close together, you don't really have that generational thing. You know, the the Roger Moore generation is the same as the Sean Connery generation. The Timothy Dalton, because of how long Moore was there, is the same with the Roger Moore generation. The only other time we really had this was with Brosnan, where you had a new generation where that was their James Bond. And that's what you can say about the Craig movies. I think the biggest difference is the change in tone of the Craig movies means you have an audience that's not as tied to classic Bond.
3: And yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of interesting because I like. I don't know if anyone's going to do a day count, sort of. You know, six years between License Kill and Golden Eye versus six years mm-hmm. now between this and No Time to Die. Has anyone worked out the actual days in terms of like is No Time to Die going to be longer than the the gap between Golden Eye and License Kill? I mean, for Australia, it will be. <laughs> um, but- I think you know what
1: it would. I think it's still longer because that was one of the. um now i think about it license to kill they faulted the the failure of that movie on they tried to release it in the summer in too competitive a summer so yeah i think by a couple of months it, uh, license to kill Goldeneye Eye still longer
0: but e- mm. even like uh and i wasn't alive in the 70s and 80s so i don't know but i was even oh, talking off. with some <laughs> <One of them. laughs> i was talking with some of my co-workers recently about bond asking them who was their favorite and they all said craig and i'm pretty sure they've only ever seen a craig bond film
1: the, so, it's so I, like i will say my, this jamie got into james bond because of the daniel craig movie she's in love with daniel craig uh you ask her now she's gonna say sean connery no contest
3: yeah i mean look i think that bond's never gonna be as big as it was in the 60s like that was mm. literally the global phenomenon and like it's never gonna top that right you know, you could argue that they've never been as successful as nowadays, but where it's different times, different this, and it's still in a relevant period where they're kind of suiting it to the times in a way where it kind of fits. I mean, like the tone of the films now are how they are because that's how films are now. Like the Brosnan's were how they are because that's how Brosnans, that's how films were in the nineties and the two thousands. Who's going to say in 20 years time, we're back to the campiness we were in the seventies and eighties. And we're going to look back on these films and goes, Holy crap. Like these are way too dark and serious. Like we want the silliness back. Like who knows?
1: But at the same time, like let's, let's look at it. We, I think we mentioned this on a past episode, one of the Craig ones that when Casino Royale was made, they were basically piggybacking on the success of Bourne thinking, this is going to be the future of action movies. And Batman. And what Begins. happened is, and Batman Begins, yeah, too, that that, that gritty handheld tone of it. Uh, and what happened is, people missed that classic action so much that Mission Impossible said, "We're going to ditch the gritty side. We're going to embrace the over-the-top action." Fast and Furious did the same thing, and Ugh. a lot of people now have sort of left Bond for Mission Impossible and Fast and Furious.
3: Which baffles me about this film, that this film kind of brings back the tone that I've been longing for in the Craig era and that people
1: it, shit all over it's it. A, it's a weird merger of them, though, that doesn't Yeah, work. it doesn't, it doesn't. I would say
0: it's not a return. It's a, But I would say for all the Fast and Furious and for all the uh, Mission Impossibles, there is still a general trend in movies of a much darker serious tone in almost every movie you go to nowadays because well, i've been watching a lot of 80s and 90s movies recently and there is an element of fun in them that even the serious yeah. movies there's an element of fun that doesn't it movies these days are just trash
1: i mean you let's look at what is the new thing forget about <laughs> Mission Impossible, Fast and Furious, James Bond, these are all things from the last generation. What is the new generation's James Bond? It's John Wick. And John Wick is kind of this. It's its that middle ground between it's gritty, it's dark, but it is also very over the top.
3: Can we also just talk quickly on the, the page of John Wick, just to date this episode. Did anyone see the new Matrix, Matrix trailer this week?
1: Yeah. Was anyone very
3: underwhelmed?
0: I avoided, it. Underwhelmed? <laughs> I avoided <laughs> the, you know the
1: trailer. I, I'll see the movie. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because I ha- had somebody say that they, um, oh, to me, it looks more like a John Wick movie than Matrix, which really just because of Keanu's look. He's like, I'm not going to bother to change my look anymore. This is going to be me in every movie. But to me, it almost felt too much like this is the Matrix one over again. I don't want a reboot with the same actors. It didn't feel like a continuation. It was like the same first movie all over again.
0: Colin, I don't, I don't want to spoil everything for you, but the Emperor is coming back in the new <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> I would be okay with Morpheus coming back, but
1: is Ben just really pensive right now or is he frozen? (laughs) 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 I'm looking at it for like ten or fifteen seconds like did Ben freeze? The Matrix. I'm always
3: always frozen.
0: (laughs) I hate the Matrix. Yeah. I love this. I mean, can we also just give a shout out to John Wick is great, but John Wick is just a Korean movie in English. So shout out to Korean actors. That's fair.
1: (laughs) That is fair. I'm shouting out the Korean gritty action movie. This, I think, is the one problem with them trying too hard with this era to do that Bourne style is that it wasn't its own thing. And new things come in all the time. Let's look at The Matrix. The Matrix came out and everybody thought you had to make sci-fi movies like that. And then people grew tired of it by the time The Matrix trilogy even ended, where it just became a dated look. So really for the next era of Bond, I feel like they just have to stop Trying to duplicate whatever is big at the time and just do their own thing. Firstly, do you think we
3: never got the Vampire Bond movie? Come on, yeah. Do you think that's the same mouse
0: from Diamonds Are Forever? (laughs) Does it smell like a tart's handkerchief? But but I just, I want to believe that what you're saying is real, Colin. (laughs) I want, I want Bond twenty six to be like a full reboot, and they just say, okay, we did the Craig things, and now we but I feel like they're going to try and cash in on the Craigs and we're going to have a new actor. I want to believe that they would do something new, but I think film has changed and there's such a gamble on the box office and and they're always talking about Bond's going to lose all the money and all the rights. I just feel like they're going to almost double down.
3: But then, like, what will happen is they'll do it, it won't be successful anymore, and they'll just have to – you know, like, look, like, as Colin was just saying with like The Matrix and that sort of stuff. I mean, a lot of the problems with Die Another Day is they went the route that movies were going at that point yeah. and it didn't work. Uh, well, the thing is, it went the way that the movies are going at that time. Audience. It didn't work. Moonraker didn't work.
0: I agree with that, but is the cinema audience done with these Craig sort of style films? They, they laugh I, it up. You'll find out find one out day the casual, when they will be. The casual fan that I talk to love these films.
1: Yeah. Well, cause but I think this, that this, what, if it, if they continued on with Quantum of Solace, which was still, we're doing a Bourne movie maybe, but I think Sam Mendes helped pumped. make this. Sam Mendes make, helped make this feel like it was, it was different enough from that Bourne style of movies. Um, and I, I have a feeling Cary Fukunaga was kind of just going to bring a Sam Mendes. He's going to bring a Sam Mendes style to it. This very polished uh, Christopher Nolan, you know, Christopher Nolan, Sam Mendes. So that's probably the one thing that Bond has over all these other franchises is that it feels like an Oscar, it looks like an Oscar winning movie, but then you have things like couch gags in it.
3: But that's that's like, you say about the casual fan and I get it, it's, it's no different to a lot of things where it's all about getting like, you know, our Survivor days when it's all now about props getting the kids in. And like when we're doing the Olympics, it's all about attracting the kids. Like it's always about attracting this next generation. Fine, I get it. But, like, it's also, to me, when people say that and do that, it's almost just like a middle finger to the people who have been with it for a long time. Like, there's a reason why the formula of a film like the James Bond franchise has lasted so goddamn long. Um, but you know and okay you can argue it doesn't suit the times here and there like yeah you can't have slapping on the ass man talk in the 90s sure but you can still have a bit of silliness and a bit of fun to it and still people are going to come back for more like like look at the Marvels. like they just play it safe everything and the mcu films are all basically the same movie trash
1: but if if you look at the box office of brosnan's biggest die another day and then the box office of craig's least successful i mean they have gotten such a bigger audience now i don't blame them for you know saying okay let's do what more people want to see do you want to just stick with the classic fans or do you want to but
3: have reach they got the it a bigger audience big an order, have they got it oh, a bigger audience down. but like isn't it come down to like shouldn't is there actually when it comes to box office receipts can you do adjusted. it via ticket sales No, yeah rather, look like, up adjusted of grosses tickets?
1: if you look up adjusted grosses then they they factor in, okay, this is counting for inflation. This is basically how many people paid to see the movies. And the Craig movies are almost on level with the Conneries and, but, you know, the, the height of the Moors.
3: But the thing that I would argue against that, and even with the Brosnan's and anything, it's with any movies, it's like you can't take away from the level that the 60s movies had because that was the – like it's like oh, what, with yeah. Gone with the Wind. Like that was an event. Like well – What was it? Thunderball.
1: I think with adjusted grosses, Thunderball is like one of the top ten highest grossing films in history.
3: Yeah. (laughs) You look at Star Wars. Like I mean, you know, even like, like I know you hate the film column, but even Titanic was a bit of an event. Like you went and saw it. Avatar. Like you you went and saw it because it was an event. Everyone was talking about it. Like yeah, a new Bond movie comes out, but it's not the same anymore. Like it's not like I don't know. Like Mm -hmm. even when Skyfall. Like yeah, there was a bit of buzz around that, but it's people are just literally now just like oh, the next Bond film's out. Cool.
1: I'm yeah. gonna look it up here.
0: I just, I would love it. Bond twenty six. They just completely rewrite it. I don't even care. Go full sci fi. Just add in the the jokes. Just obviously, you're not gonna have the as Ben said, the man talk. But just go all so- out and
1: bill it as a return. Okay, just just let's put let's basically settle this right here. The Bond movies based on adjusted grosses. So this is factoring in how many people paid to see the movie back in the day versus now. Skyfall is number one, Thunderball is number two, Goldfinger three, Spectre number four. So our top four most watched Bond movies, the ones that were the biggest deal, are Daniel Craig and Sean Conner movies. Live and Let Die is fifth. And I'm trying to see where's the lowest Craig on here. Um, Quantum. Quantum is the lowest at eleven. Every single one of Brosnan's is lower than Quantum. So yeah, the, I think it is. It is a pretty solid argument that the the Craig movies are the biggest it's been since the '60s. Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, I'm not surprised. They were Casino Royale was massive when it came out. It was a big phenomenon. Like, I just feel. On,
3: like, if they keep going this way, if this is the way James Bond films are going to be, then that's just what we're used to. And we're just going to get the, you're a relic of the Cold War, sort of like, you know, the old films are just going to be looked upon so differently. But, and like, people are going to grow up with it and that's just what they're used to, you know, and they're going to look back and, oh, they're a bit silly. It's, it's like, I don't know, like, again, the Survivor reference, like people who now grow up with Survivor and think this is how Survivor is. We know it's not. Like, that's not how it used to be, but <laughs> it's what we're stuck with now. You know, it so. makes me—it
0: makes me frustrated because I was born when Brosnan was around, but I'm a little bit younger than you guys are, and it makes me so frustrated that I'm—I'm I'm heading towards my thirties and I never got to <laughs> have the fun. like the, the Bro, brosnan is my Bond based on my childhood, but more or less it's actually Craig, and so these are the films of my childhood Bond. I I envy my father who talks about Spy Love Me and Moonraker. I envy my
3: father. (laughs) Well, you're also also in that shitty generation that your Star Wars technically are the Disney sequels. At least Colin and I have the prequels. No,
0: that's not true. My Star Wars (laughs) is Attack of the Clones, thank you very much. I'm not that young. Ben, I went to Force Awakens with you. (laughs) Yeah, but you were like 12. That's why you were my date. (laughs) It's like at least like ben maybe not so much but colin at least you got the brosnans as like you were a teenager
3: i got that like, was not enough was my first bomb movie i ever saw and i saw dinosaurs so i saw half the ball Bo- the brosnans in the cinemas i
0: think yeah, maybe I think tomorrow I saw never Dino dies the day. i think so it was kind of tomorrow never dies then Is not enough then Another day
1: i think this is this is appropriate that we've taken this sidebar because we have now crossed into the bad part of this movie <laughs> I'm not even bothering to look at the screen anymore.
3: <laughs> I still, I still like this. Like, I mean, I don't know. I love the blowing up bit we're gonna get. I like the t- train stuff with Hinks and Matt Like, I love that line when it's like, you shouldn't well, stare.
1: You shouldn't look thing. like that. We like trains. Um, oh, let, let's talk about uh, both Bond in this tux and Madeline Swan in this dress. Those this are iconic part? looks for Bond. Bond actors. Oh, First white wore? tux since Diamonds Are
0: Forever or am I missing? I
1: think it part? is.
3: Doesn't Roger Moore have a white tux? Maybe. Octopusy, maybe? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it actually is octopus. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's in a white Roger Moore's gotta be in a white tux in one film.
0: He's in a space. I couldn't film. do a white tux. Have you seen how badly I am eating? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you just don't wear white because you're racist. I'm wearing white right now, but there's a stain on it.
1: It's literally wearing white. It's the only one of us wearing white.
3: I'm wearing That's white. That's the
1: perfect reasoning, though, for, for not wearing white. I don't understand anybody who wears white. Like, even yeah. the best of us slobber when we eat.
0: Yeah. Literally, I've got, like, stains on this white
1: shirt. Oh, try having children for any meal. Basically, it's like, okay, do we want to strip them down to their underwear because having their clothes children are
3: children for good- dinner?
1: No, no, what? No, no. what are you doing? <laughs> what do
3: you do with your children?
1: <laughs> Let me try that, that to that rephrase this. Let me try to rephrase it. Try having children and feeding them any meal wearing clothes. I'm not Roger, joking. But multiple times a week, it's basically let's strip everybody down to their underwear because I don't want to have to deal with that laundry.
3: Man with the golden gun. He wears a white suit.
1: Oh, that's right. He does. Yeah.
3: Oh, in yeah. Hong Kong or Macau. He wears a cream suit in Moonraker.
1: <laughs> but oh, like no, seriously. That's not
0: good. That was not good.
1: Think about it. If you're you can I'll look at classic well. yeah. but you can look at classic Bond movies. I could say, um, you know, Honey Rider, you and you know what she's wearing, you know? Oh, uh, do we ever? <laughs> not yeah, but like you can do that with so many of these classic Bond girls. The one thing I'll say about Madeline Swan is if you say Madeline Swan, you picture this dress, so she has an iconic look in these movies. Ben's picturing blue hair in and, and lots of places. I picture Madeline
3: Swan in a different movie.
0: <laughs> you need
1: Can to watch
3: call-
0: Blue as a It's Lesbian. Can we do a little talk about Madeline Swan, though? It's, I do like her, and in terms of Rosn- uh, Craig's Bond girls, I mean, he doesn't really have any outside of Vespa so she's second, but mm. I'm, I'm not liking that we're going to have a two-time... Yeah. Bond girl. And I don't mind I don't mind her coming back, but it looks like she's gonna be the Bond girl again. Yeah, like, I if wish she came that, back in a supporting role, that's fine, but I'm it doesn't sit well with me. And that's just if, that typical Craig area of let's F everything up.
1: If they had done it the way that Peter Hunt wanted to do Diamonds of Forever, where he 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 was very vocal, I think it was in the commentary of saying he didn't want that last scene to end on Tracy's death. He wanted to open the next movie with that. Give us that because I think one of the Bourne movies, I won't spoil in case people haven't seen it, but one of the Bourne movies did that where they brought back, you know, a female character from a previous movie and she was basically dead within 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> awesome it's <hell>. on <laughs> It's like Mr. and Mr. Kid.
2: Ooh.
3: How many times <laughs> are I forever references in this film? Did we establish the fact that I think I said it in the chat that Crispin Glover's dad is one of Mr. Winton, Mr. Kid? Yeah. yeah, it does look like
0: him. I love this fight. Just any train fight with James Bond is mm-hmm. just Well, why is that? Bond on a train so
3: well? Bond on a train is always bad news. Bond has never just caught a train and just got, well, oh, that was a fun
0: ride. Bad news so Bond on get, a train. <laughs> they always get it right. Why do they always get it right with a train? What is it about a train that they just always get it?
3: I think we've always said that if you get on a train and all of a sudden like you imagine you walked on Colin's first ever train trip. He's like, la 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 la. la. Oh, there's Daniel Craig. Hello, Daniel Craig. Oh, there's Pierce, yeah, Bro- oh, Pierce. oh shit, there's scene? George Lesby.
0: Shit. Tee on a train.
3: Very underrated. Tee on a train.
0: Yeah. That scene. Why did we never talk that up in our
3: record? The new the new podcast coming from the makers of Double Ops. T on a train. <laughs> <laughs> T he on a train. Spin of
1: spin-off of Tanner on the teams. <laughs>
3: The Epic one liner here, Shit.
1: yeah.
0: I like, I like Mr. Uh, I like Madeline, but it looks like she's gonna have such a big role in the next film. And it's like, let's get a new Bond girl, but Craig's only had two Vesper and Madeline. Like, we need yeah. a third in five films, <laughs> Shit.
1: maybe. I mean, again, it's a three hour long movie, though. We've seen a ton of stuff here in the trailer that could just be the first 20 minutes of the movie, maybe Masana they all come
3: back. Maybe it's like he's, um, he's Vesper. He is, she's not really dead. He the the, the
1: Force Ghosts. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> M.
3: <laughs> this is M and Judy. M, well, M and Bond right now. This is what I really that, happened.
1: Like, they, they, basically, the excitement of killing a man on the train. They both get really horny really <laughs> quick here. <But> I like <laughs> but,
3: that. I just kind of like that. Like, what do we do now?
0: And it's like, let's yeah. fuck. <laughs> You know, it could be hot though, but it's ruined by the Sam Smith incidental music that yeah. comes in. You know, like uh,
1: Yeah, right now we should be hearing a dun 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 Although I, dun, do, dun, dun, I do I I do not, like the,
3: the cutaway manual, though with the long shot of the train and you got the piano. I do like that. That's cool.
0: I just yeah, the location footage in this film is the best for the Craig films, hands down. Mm. Oh, better than <sighs> I love hotel this. Like, don't you love desert? that this was a train stop?
3: Yeah, but this is funny. Like I like this—the way the car just shows
0: up. Like it's hilarious. I mean, I wouldn't say it's funny, but it's a good scene. We
1: have an hour to go in this movie, almost.
3: I'll stop you complaining. Go and do something better. I'm enjoying this. (laughs) You, you both say only having to wait 20 more days or no
0: time to die. Ben, I'm with you. I'm not up to the bad bits. Yeah, I'm still in that it's a good it's, film it's, it i think it's it's almost it started
1: too. it started to slow down a bit it gets bad around the torture scene that's where it gets bad but
0: if this film they never needed to go back to london finally yeah. after when was the last time we had a villain lair was it moonraker was it octopussy finally well, we died. got a villain do we count quantum i'm not counting the ice palace Tomorrow uh, I Never Dies, the boat? Uh, no, 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 no. Finally, we got a proper villain lair. Make the big climax. At the Get the English people in and yeah. have a big battle like a, a Connery film. It's Spectre. It was the callback yeah. to Spectre. And then they spend 10 minutes in the big lair and then they go back to London with this shitty old net.
1: Yeah, and, like, the, the one sequence we get in this lair, it's got a couple good moments in there, but it's so forgettable. You have this incredible location and you don't do anything with it. You look at the silver scene, right? You don't have to have a big action sequence, but you remember everything about the silver layer and it probably has the same amount of screen time.
3: I disagree. I remember everything about this from the, the big room when you first meet him to like the kind of cool computer area, like the little hotel room yeah, things they've totally got. Good. I think it's all great.
1: But why couldn't you have done the climax here instead of... I agree. I, agree. I
3: I completely like, agree with both of you. They should have the climax. This should be the climax. Do the London you know, stuff so- beforehand and then have this as the climax.
1: Skyfall did Home Alone 1. This is basically Home Alone 2. It's the old beaten down under <laughs> Renault's house. Like, we, we basically had two dilapidated <laughs> buildings in a row. No do But
0: can Trump. you... Can you imagine if there's some way that Craig somehow call, like, let them know where he was and then we got all these helicopters on a Majesty Secret Service style and we yeah. have this big quarry oh. battle where all the British guys were coming in, Craig, and then we have this big final co- confrontation between Craig and Blofeld in this se- sequence, in this base, we're, we're bringing back Spectre, we're bringing back Blofeld, we're bringing back the villain base, let's bring back the big climax they spend mm-hmm. 10 minutes here and it's great the 10 minutes but then they go back to london in this dreary old set and we've got mallory or m fighting uh c and we've just got this net and we've got blofeld on the bridge and it's just like it all falls apart after that this and is... it could have been the greatest climax since the 60s or since spy love me
1: Th- this is unrelated to that but what is the timeline of the craig movies because Casino and Quantum take place back to back. Quantum to Skyfall is what we figure, like two, three years, maybe.
0: Well, in Skyfall, he's all like, "I'm done and
1: I'm out of the he's business." Been gone now. for, but I'm like before the opening sequence. Let's say it's three years. He'd been gone a year, so where it may be four years. There's no more than six months that passes because that the the previous uh, MI6 headquarters is still there mm-hmm. and still burned. So these movies all take place in under five years, really.
0: Okay, we just saw the exact shot where this film goes down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> where he
1: looked at okay, now, this point onwards, okay, we're, we're done. I love this Dr. No reference here, though, where it's like, we're going to make you put on a new dress.
0: <laughs> but we were missing the two sisters. So. Mm.
3: Fuck you and fuck me.
0: They couldn't make Austin Powers now, though, could they?
3: Well, aren't they always talking like they didn't Mike Myers say that? I mean, he's been saying that for like 15 years, hasn't he? So
0: he's
3: got nothing else to do.
0: Make Shrek 5. Oh,
1: God. Stop it with Shrek already.
3: (laughs) Calm down on the Shrek. (laughs) Stop making Shrek happen.
1: (laughs)
0: Colin, I've never really put that two and two together, but it is definitely a Dr. No sort of. Throwback. Even the dress looks like yeah. the dress the Honey Rider wears in Doctor No. Balls. I'm glad you liked Doctor No more on your rewatch,
3: Ben. Well, the hard thing is on my rankings is that I'm actually appreciating so many other movies now. So, like, I like I feel Doctor No is not going to be higher up than it was just based on the fact <laughs> that like, like I like Live and Let Die more now. The Man with the Golden Gun. Like, wow, this movie's great. Like, Octopus, I was like, okay, that's, that's actually pretty good. A View to a Kill, I was like, wow, this movie's great. And having just watched Living Daylight, I am like, wow, this movie's
1: amazing. And I'm 20 yeah, minutes into I License to
3: Kill. And you know I love License to Kill more than Living Daylight. So you guys are screwed. And I'm not even into the Brozen yet.
1: I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> the same way. Like, I'm I'm appreciating some of these movies I didn't like before. I'm appreciating – even Diamonds Are Forever. I'm appreciating more now <gasps> than I did before. But the problem is all, all the other <laughs> movies around it, I'm appreciating more, you know? So – How much will I I can think of a couple movies? My rankings are gonna be very different, but I don't think it's gonna be like so drastic. Where like a bottom movie is gonna move up ten spots. I I just want to say, you two are not sounding like the critics from the Muppets right now.
0: Both of you say, "Oh, I appreciate all the films; they're all good."
3: (laughs) Well, Moonraker did not move up. I I will say, I got like twenty minutes in Moonraker. I am like, this movie's not that bad. It's okay, actually. Like, why do I hate this movie? Then everything goes to shit. And then but Moonraker basically, follows
0: a similar trend to this film. Like the no, setup is great. No, and I actually no. like the space stuff, but uh.
3: Moon say, I like, basically I like Moonraker basically better than this. The thing that Moonraker just loses the, the plot door. is it's Venice because it literally makes no sense. Like, I love it's the fun, Venice stuff. It's the fun. <laughs> it makes no yeah, sense. But it's fun. No, it's not fun. It's shit.
1: And an ice palace? What, what's the what's the point of that? How does that make sense?
3: Because they're going there to test Icarus to melt shit.
1: But they don't <laughs> melt anything there. They just make it but shine.
3: <laughs> you and I talked about this a week ago. At least in Die Another Day, they try to explain things. They try. They may not succeed, but they try. Literally, Bond goes to Venice. He's on a a, a thing in the canal, just chilling. Out of nowhere, for no reason, a guy comes out of a coffin and starts shooting at him, and with no explanation, he's in a hovercraft thing going through the streets of Venice. That's great. It
0: makes no sense. Now, how much do you think we're going to see of old Waltzy in the next one?
3: I still stand by the opinion that he will come in like at the very beginning. He'll be all like, Hello, James, you've got to go kill Doctor. No. He'll like be completely absent, and then the it will end with like him out of jail. He's bald, and it's all like, dun, 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 dun! Blofeld's escaped, and that will set up the next <laughs> era. That's yeah, my viewpoint. I agree. Kinda just backtrack a little bit. Just just really quick before you go on that Noah. The scene that we saw there when you 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 get introduced there to, to well, Oberhauser right now, not Blofeld. Again, I see criticism of that, that, oh, they're just trying to replicate the silver scene from Skyfall and it's not even as good. Okay, I will give it to them. It's not as good as the silver scene in Skyfall, but it's different. It's something, and I love kind of just this extension. Like, the plot of this movie is probably not brilliant. Like, the stakes of this, like, oh, okay, they've got to do some surveillance things. It's pretty cruddy. I'm not a big fan of the plot. But, like, I just kind of like the way you get introduced to him and he just goes straight into this. It's very Blofeldy. It's what Blofeld does in all the other movies.
1: Yeah, but Bluefield sucks in most of the other movies. That's kind of the point I made earlier.
0: Does anyone get Umpa Loompa vibes from all these guys on computers here? Yeah. It's always come up in these. Or Moonraker vibes. Yeah. Um, I, I disagree. I feel like they're really going for No Time to Die is the end of the Craig era. I don't think there's going to be any loose threads that are moving on to the next. It seems I like they're they... really billing this as the end of an era. We saw that most recent trailer that was really yeah, showing. that, that worries me. I don't think they're going to leave any sort of stone unturned for the new Bond. So I disagree with that theory.
1: I really, I, I'll say this: every episode we talk one more time, die, die, I really just want them to end it and pick up the next one the way that the more movies picked up from you know Connery, the way you that they living I mean, Dalton's... If, if if Living Daylight said anything, it at least proved that you could start the series. You didn't have to make it that connected to the previous. You didn't even have to pretend like they were the same character, but it didn't have to be a full reboot. As long as we don't get a full reboot next time, don't do an origin again.
3: And just have a little bit of... And I just have a bit of, like, fun with the fact that you're revealing... And like, you know, Majesties. Like, you don't see him until, my name is Bond. Like, even diamonds are forever. You don't see his face till then. Like, Dalton, you don't see it until they, you know, obviously you reveal all the heads. Brosnan, you don't see his face until, big your pardon, got to not. Moore's kind of the anomaly there, isn't he? Because you kind of just see him waking up in bed. Um, mm. Whereas, like, and I guess Craig too, but, like, that's obviously a reboot. But, like, yeah, like, just have fun with it. Just kind of have, like, a bit of a, oh, who's who's going to be Bond? Oh, it's Idris Elba, there he is. Like, you know.
1: <laughs> but the stuff happened that in a white cellar. That- <laughs> uh, yes,
3: I actually would love that line.
0: <laughs> but as Colin said is, it's going to be so tough for them because this is the highest selling bond since bro, uh, since uh, Connery. Connery, that it's going to be really, I imagine quite tough and stressful that transition. Due to the fact that Craig has been gone on for so long, the, well, there are 10-year-olds born in 2011, and I got into Bond when I was six. So think about a 10-year-old now. Craig okay. has been just the Bond. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> uh, the,
2: the, 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 the the, he's mention. been Bond
0: for 16 years, and by the new time, by the time the next Bond comes on, maybe 20 years since he started, the, it's going to be probably the most challenging Bond film they've ever made. I think Bond 26 will be stressful
3: for them. You've got to look at it too. In most modern cinema with the way franchises work, it's rare for people to be recast as these major characters anymore. Like I'm thinking like – Batman and Spider-Man are the anomaly, but, like, whenever you get a new Spider-Man franchise, they're a new franchise, aren't they? Like, they've never continued on Spider-Man. Like, Batman has never been continued. Like, in the 90s and the 80s, sure, they were all sort of the same sort of universe. But, like, nowadays, as soon as you've got a new Batman or a new Joker, like, they're in a completely different continuity. Like, you don't... Like, who... What would be a character? Like, I mean, the Hulk in the MCU? Edward Norton to to Mark (laughs) Ruffalo? Uh, uh, what's his name, Rhodey in those films, maybe, like, I mean, mm. that's kind of it, like, you just don't do this, like, you don't, like, even they chickened out in the Suicide Squad, we saw that recently, with Idris Elba, he was meant to be Deadshot, or whatever it was, and they yeah. chickened out, because they were like, no, let's bring Will Smith back for another one, even though it's literally the same character, so, like, you don't, in the last 20 years of cinema, I can't really think of a franchise, where you've had a character change, like, mm. I remember when the Harry Potter movies were a thing, like, Daniel Radcliffe supposedly like like two or three was done, so they're like, oh no, who's gonna be the new Harry Potter? And like, imagine those. If like, <laughs> I know when, I know none of you are Harry Potter fans, but like, I mean, I don't think that would be the same franchise if you know by number four you've got Idris Elba as Harry Potter.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of like, if anything nowadays they'll just replace the character not the actor so he, didn't they do a born with a different character yeah
3: but that was a different it was yeah he wasn't mad and they that's did a where terminator with a
0: different character
3: too well i mean like turn Term, terminator is maybe example john connor's been replaced but i mean like they just yeah, don't know what they're doing played with a different Connor. ages
0: so that's different
3: but but the, the problem is and this is where it's worrying that whatever they do with the next bond is that it's just it's not accepted that way people will question it more and like, you yeah. you didn't have this, like I'm sure Mildred seeing our Majesty's secret service was a bit confused, but I'm sure they promoted the shit out of it. Like, it's not Connery. It's George Lazenby. Like when Roger Moore comes along, like, and you just, you just accept it. You just accept it. It's that's what this franchise does. And it's just, it is going to be strange to see. And like, this is where the sad thing is. We're realistically probably not going to see a Bond film now until like 2025, 2026. Like it's just bullshit. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have like two Bond films. Like you think about when we've done our decade recaps, right? The sixties, seventies, eighties. Okay. We kind of lump the Brosnans, the nineties into the, but even if you just take the nineties and the two thousands, you still have three in the nineties. You still have three in the two thousands, that two in the 2010s. And we might only yeah. have one in the 2020s. Who knows? They might take like forever to go through like, It's such, it's bullshit. Like, it's just.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can. (laughs) I can see the argument towards not doing one every two films because every time they've done that, it's turned out maybe a little rushed. But this, like, kind of gap and maybe three, three years is a good compromise. But I agree. The fact that he's been bombed for so long and the fact that cinema has changed, as you said, where they're not, changing these actors, and as you said, Mildred in the 60s, they got got over it. And we knew when Craig came into Bond, that's what Bond is. People knew, like, oh, okay, Dalton. Okay, Brosnan. Okay, Craig. People knew that's what Bond was. It was almost part of Bond's identity, was the changing actor. But that's completely shifted because he's been Bond for so long. And there are 16-year-olds who can almost legally drink have fun when you when you can. Uh, who who were born when Craig started as Bond, and who knows what's going to happen? And maybe Lashana Lynch is going to be 007 next.
1: But you know what? I think the bigger problem is it's not even necessarily how long he's been Bond or you know how much people love Daniel Craig. I think it's the fact they wrote themselves into a corner here, where as much as I want them just to continue. Continue this on the fact that they've tried to tie all these movies together and make this one massive story arc. They almost have no choice now but to just reboot again, because I don't see it's the same way with um, Force Awakens to Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, the Last Jedi. When we all saw the Last Jedi, we suddenly realized like, hey, ma- remember how great that ending was? That last shot of Luke. But then you see Last Jedi, and you're like, wait, they had no choice but to start this movie five minutes later, and there's no way you could ever tell a story five minutes later. I just, I I think that they've kind of shot themselves in the foot where you can't just replace the actor. You have to go with something completely new.
3: And that's why it's scary. And I don't want to play this card, but you that like, they're (laughs) doing this whole like LaShauna Lynch is 007 And like, they're promoting this as for the end. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, is this going to be this stupid rumor that everyone's always try to sell that James Bond is just a code name and it can be anyone like, don't you dare do not fucking do that. That, just renders 24 films pointless to that point.
0: I'm going to say there's no chance, but then I would also say there's no chance that half of the crap that happened in Star Wars would have ever happened. And that happens (laughs) at this point in cinema. Honestly, I'm such a, I'm so anti 21st century films or 2020 films that honestly I could see it happening. I want to say that it could never happen, but based on some of the stuff that's happened the last five years with movies, I could see it I've, happening.
3: Honestly, I've never walked out of a Bond film disappointed, uh, and I've, I mean, I've only seen what mm. six, you know, five, six. Mm-hmm. I've walked. I'd never thought I'd walk out of a Star Wars film disappointed.
2: <laughs> I remember walking out, out, out of the. Li- I
3: remember, well, I remember walking out of the Last Jedi with you and just being like confused mm-hmm. about how I felt because mm-hmm. I think mainly it was, I don't want to say I didn't like it, but I don't think I liked it. And then like Rise right, <laughs> the of Skywalker. By that point, I was just like, ugh. Like and then the more that grew with you, the anger turned to hate. Hate turned to suffering. Like that just it, it happened over those days. I like I think we said this in one world. of our No Time to Die episodes. Like I don't want to walk out of No Time to Die angry oh. and shitty. That this is what they've done
0: with it. You know, like but the just only my way bond. That happens. The only way that happens is if there's some sort of twist ending. If Even if it's a kind of subpar Bond film with all the action secrets, I don't think we're going to be disappointed. The only way that happens is at the very end, there's some sort of thing they throw on us where Lashana Lynch is Bond or James Bond dies or there's some sort of thing. Other than that, I think we're good. Just as for Danny
3: Boyle if they kill off James Bond. I'll be like, fuck you, why would you get rid of Danny?
1: Just, just talking about this scene here for a second. Uh, Not only is this another scene, not only is this another scene that runs way too long in this movie, it is a little bit too graphic. Like, I I don't really cringe at a lot of things in movies, but when I watch this, I'm like, oh, this is just unpleasant. The torture, Uh, it gets very the the filming techniques from this point on get a little bit too like, oh, we're really showing, you know, how bad the torture is. But on top of all that, you have what should be this great moment of I am Ernst Stopper Blofeld. That's got to be one of the driest things in this movie, That the del- delivery and reveal of he's Blofeld. It's just, it's a terrible reveal.
3: I agree. I, I like- don't think it's a... Go, no. No, you go. No, please, no. I insist. Right,
0: well, I, I was going to say, I like the kind of callback to having a torture sequence, but obviously Goldfinger did it better, but even looking at Craig, Casino Royale did it better. So it's like, this is bad. Blowfield. I love Blofeld getting flown across the the room. I think that's a great. Effect.
3: I I agree with the. It's a bit of an underwhelming. I'm Ernst Davro. Because like, I remember looking at you, Noah, in the cinema going, oh, okay, cool, there we go. Um, but like, I mean, to me, it's no different. Too. I don't think we're being formally into. I'm Eve. Eve Money Penny. It's just like it's just. It's kind of lame but the way it's difference- sort of delivered.
1: The difference is that's like let's throw this on the end of the movie. You're talking about this is the big moment of the movie.
3: Yeah, but like the thing that again, the thing I like about this is that it fits the the style of how they've gone for a bit of almost like the silliness of what Bond used to be. It's a torture scene. It's it's crazy. Like <laughs> it's he's nothing literally getting-silly
1: about that sequence.
3: <laughs> he's getting his mind wiped. Like it's dumb, it's silly, but like this is what Bond used to be. I mean, for God's sakes the most iconic scene in Bond history is a guy tied to a table getting shot at with a laser going a centimetre an hour while some fat German guy is going, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, so stupid, but,
1: but like I think it's
0: brilliant because we love it. The,
1: let's look at that sequence. I think one of the things, this is almost like, do you need to see James Bond having sex with Jinx? No. Um, I yeah, think that this sequence bro. works better with the threat of what he's going to do but having to watch, no joke, this this was five straight minutes of needles going into Daniel Craig. There's only so much you can take of that.
3: I watched 25 straight minutes of people floating in space, shooting
1: space lasers, but
3: oh, only the last 10 minutes of Moonrake is in space. That is so that, boring
1: and drawn this out. This shot here, this oh. shot is incredible, though. We need Have to point seen- out that
0: this is an actual shot and yeah. not an effect.
3: It's a world record still, I think the largest explosion. But like the one that I know they shared not too long ago on the 007 Instagram was they kind of showed the angles of the reactions of both um oh, yeah, saw saw and that. Daniel Craig. Like it was really cool, like just kind of watching them film it.
1: And like we this was also... way too easy of an escape. That yeah, was this ten be the seconds. climax right now. Yeah. But they're Damn. out in two minutes. It, it makes Blofeld look so dumb. That
0: should have been the climax. Him with well, the gun was epic, and then back, they just... Back to your point
3: about Blofeld in any movie, Colin. Name me one movie where Blofeld has been smart.
1: On a Majesty's Secret Service. Was he was smart, forever? though? <laughs> yeah, he had this this plot. I mean, that's got to be one of the best plots ever. You know, he's going to use the basically program so these women to deliver... So he could become whatever bio- it was. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the biological warfare. The, the count part was just so he could have more money to finance his operation.
0: I still think that, that like, was officially the last good shot in this film. Cause everything yeah. that happened in London. <laughs> if is we, if we
3: were to rank villains based on their smarts and their schemes, I'm sorry, Blofeld often comes down to the bottom of the list on every single one of those. I,
1: I, I hate you only live twice, but even Blofeld is smarter in that movie because Bond gets the better of him at the end of this movie or at the end of that movie in this Blofeld has bond. There's this big master plan. We're even tying this back into all the previous movies. I was behind it all. I am going to have you here. I'm going to do this insane torture, but I'm going to forget to take your watch. And you're going to get away from the the biggest compound that any villain has had with the largest force in about 30 seconds, shooting a couple people and then you blowing can, it up.
3: You can literally say that about every Bond movie though. That, no, like, you can't because ne-
1: look at the lakes <laughs> no, he had to go through in the volcano or Pease Gloria. Peace Gloria, it takes them like, a day and a half to escape there. Peace Gloria,
3: another. he invites him there and he knows he's Bond and he still just, he locks him in a room with giant wind turbines and thinks that will kill him.
0: Well, he Done. knows he's Bond here.
1: He didn't and think it would kill him. Him.
3: Well, Why did he lock him in a room then? So he could escape
1: easily? Well, I mean, it's not, he, he, how easy is it? His Bond couldn't escape from there. That's the whole point. He could he not escape. from there. <laughs> so, I mean, you just no. said he couldn't, he did. He got back into the building. He didn't escape from there. <laughs>
3: Well, he still and left then, the room. He and, escaped the room. He's still not there now. bees are still in that room going, let and, me out. Yeah,
1: but it wasn't with such ease. You have this ski chase where there's like no. dozens of people after you him. Are, then you, you are have clasping like, at straws
3: if we you were going off it.
1: 30
2: seconds. How are you do, saying no? Every,
3: every Bond move. This is why Austin Powers exists, because every Bond movie, you can literally say, this is dumb. Why doesn't the villain just no, do this? No, our point We're is the
0: theme was literally about, he was at least in the ice palace for 30 minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're saying I'm to another 30. day. Yes, we're not, <laughs> we're, we're not saying. Good, no, no, shut up.
3: You've done enough. That's all. That's all I care about. You die. You defend dying day. So the, the, the point
0: is not that the other films aren't silly or that this isn't silly. It's the point that the shots are literally about thirty seconds. He shoots two guys and then he jumps in a helicopter that's conveniently parked there. Like, and but really every different. every no, 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 no. film ends
3: no. with him no. killing a villain we're in just like two seconds. About how that's
0: not true, Doctor? No. Look at golf. Goals,
3: Dr. No! he finger. meets Do- he meets Dr. No for five minutes at the end and pushes him in the tank. Over Done.
2: The
1: right there. Exactly. He can't get out. He's
3: over in two seconds. You'll complain no, about it's this No one's two seconds Let's look, long. we're talking
1: about escapes. Let's look at Dr. No. He's out for dinner. They basically knock him out. He has to escape from electrified things. He has to climb through the heating ducts. He has to change into a disguise. Yeah. He has to I blow mean, the right thing up. Honey yeah, tied up. And that and whole sequence, he got brought to
3: on the train. The train got brought to the thing. He then got dressed. He then met Blofeld. He got taken through the whole thing. <laughs> no, he got no. tortured. We're then he We're talking about
1: the stupidity of the escape. Goldfinger, yeah, he had him up there with the lasers. Connery talked his way out of it. But then he was in prison for like, what, a week and a half no, by Goldfinger before
3: he could get away? See, this is where you're not missing my point. My point on the escape was that if the, like, yeah, you're right, the whole lead up to the Doctor No sequence is everything you said but therefore the whole lead up to the escape of what just happened is what I said my point with the Doctor No thing is that right at the end when you've got all the labels and everything that whole sequence is over in five minutes that he pushes Doctor No into the thing he gets out of the thing he's in a boat done
1: no it isn't it's so quick it is it it is not we'll count it we're, right. t- we're talking about the stupidity of he's got James Bond captured he has worked his entire lifetime for this plan he's got him tortured they blow something up why can't they extend that sequence why can't it be harder for him to get why does he have two guys guarding this whole base it's two I, people and then he gets a helicopter just sitting on the mountain like let's yeah. go <laughs>
3: i i remember when this show used to be fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're just and yelling at each other <laughs> yeah if you think about it, this is what we've always done best is somebody stupid and new and i tell him how dummy he is
0: <laughs> this is a classic double loss seven <laughs> I,
3: I can't wait till we get to episode 107 when we introduce the long-awaited fourth host and go the female angle on this show which we're long overdue oh, oh, um, and we can finally have 50 50 split so i don't have to put up with these two wankers um, Can I? have got some. Just describe
1: okay. all my complaints about off the podium and athlete of the day. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, Noah, Remind me to send you Colin's tantrum. He literally got up and threw a chair because he didn't get
1: his way. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me preface this. Oh, here we go. I'm on here a we podcast. I'm on go. a podcast with two mm-hmm. Australians. We pick an athlete of the day for the whole Olympics. Ben brings up an Australian something like eight days in a row. I bring up one Canadian. And it's the Canadian who set the record for most medals ever won, and she did it by the time she's 21 years old. They want to put up a guy who protested the boxing because he headbutted a guy and held up the event for 45 minutes. I said, no way are we putting up 16 Australians and the one Canadian who's the greatest of all time is being put aside for somebody who protested an event.
3: Noah, as somebody who doesn't give two shits about the Olympics are you personally going to click open a news article that says Canadian teenager breaks a record or French boxer chucks a Tanty by sitting in a ring for 20 minutes and doesn't
1: want to lose? Cause he's a If you loser. saw Penny You're Alexiak, you would open, if you saw Penny Alexiac, you <laughs> would open that one.
3: <laughs> nah, Penny Alexiak's not
1: Noah's time. So
3: the point is on that argument, I'm on a show with two people who hate Die Another Day. I never stand a chance. I have to put up with your crap all you the do, time. Hold on. So you there's do the realize, argument.
1: You do realize that my throwing the chair was literally me doing an homage to your rant from Penny, uh, uh, what was it? Plenty O'Toole in the, the, the 007 episode. You're like, Colin threw a chair Ben, you walked off and showed pornography to people. <laughs> that was your protest. Yeah, that's an adult reaction.
0: <laughs> Showing uh, adult movies. You know? I just wanna say I don't know what's happened for the last five minutes. <laughs> you know you know how I said you weren't the Muppet things? I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just uh, all I'm hearing are two old guys yelling. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it,
3: is it south park
0: can i make a comment about what's happening on screen or, or yeah, i was about know. to
1: say no no i was about to say i'm so happy that we have found a distraction over the sea scene the, the careless scene
0: yeah i mean everything that happens from here on out is just trash and i oh, disagree the, the No, I I do like Spectre, and I I think in my rankings, it was around my updated ones around 15 or something, so it's sort of in the middle. Um, But what's happening on the screen right now, I really hope we don't get in Bond 25, and we've talked about it at the beginning, it's Bond and Friends. Right now in this climax, they've got Q, they've got M, I think pennies somewhere. Then Madeline is like, oh, hello, nice to meet you, Em. And, yeah, it's cute when Tiffany Case does it, but here we've got the gang, Bond and Friends, and mm. I get that Ray Fiennes is a star. I get that Ben Whishaw is a star. I get that Naomi Harris is a star. But just to sign a, a seven-film contract that says you're going to be in – you're going to come in, you're going to film five days worth of material. That's all you're going to do. And then you're going to be in seven films. You're going to get millions of dollars. I know they're stars, but it, it just takes away from James Bond that we've got a climax where we're not even looking at Bond. We're looking at him doing well, like Mallory, O
1: Mallory. Is, I would say is the Oscars to blame for this because as soon as Naomi Harris – Got nominated for what? A couple Academy Awards. They make her a bigger part of the movie. But Skyfall didn't do this. Maybe she hadn't been nominated for an Oscar. But I mean, Ray Fiennes, he, he was a huge deal even in Skyfall, and they didn't feel the need they have to involve him as much in that. So I don't think it's a contractual obligation thing. I don't feel like they they feel the need that they have to do this. I think if Ray Fiennes is signing up to play M, he knows what he's getting, and he doesn't want something this big. This is a problem with the script where they feel like we have to include everybody. Which really, I, we could also tie it back to Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible got so much criticism for years of, oh, it's all just Tom Cruise at the end that they said, well, let's start making our climaxes. Everybody gets their own part. And now Bond's doing the same thing. Like, this is just spy franchises copying spy franchises. This is kind of cool, though, with the, the, the theatricality of the pictures.
3: Where's Green? Where's
1: Green? <laughs> that classic what Bond is villain, is Vesper
0: what is where... You know, I buy Silver having all these ridiculous setups in the underground and that's Silver's character. I buy that for Silver. I don't it's buy not Blowfield. W- yeah. when did Blowfield set up these pictures in the abandoned MIC. For Silver it's silly, but that feels like Silver to me. That's so yeah. him. But Blowfield Imagine was swapping like- this.
3: Coming from a you character know- who in the past created multiples of the same person to distract Bond.
1: Well, well he took multiples himself today, to distract. Though. That was to distract Bond from killing him. I, I can't believe I'm defending Diamonds Are Forever over this, but, but uh, he's still but, doing but something
3: we, silly to make, create distractions.
1: Let's, let's oh, look at this realistically. Let's look at this realistically. These two climaxes, and I love Skyfall, and Skyfall is a perfect movie, but these climaxes should be swapped. If you're going to do the theatricality ending in the MI6 headquarters, this should have been what this fits the climax for the Skyfall plot. Yeah, Skyfall's climax fits the plot of this. It's all about his past and him growing up. If you had done these two movies completely differently, and I'm not saying it would made Skyfall, it would have made Skyfall a worse movie because this is a garbage climax one way or the other. But this doesn't suit this movie. You're completely right, Noah. This is the Silva climax, and the Silva climax is what Blofeld should have been.
3: I've always said that the Craig, all Craig climaxes to me are pretty rubbish. I don't really think there's a good Craig climax. Oh, Skyfall's
0: great. Skyfall's uh, pretty good.
3: Like, yeah, but like, again, at the end of the day, it's just Bond in a house, Bond in a, you know, Bond bo- drowning
1: under ice. Ah, uh,
3: yeah. Like, what's wrong with Bond drowning under ice? What?
1: No, I'm saying that's great. Like, I think you're underselling Skyfall. You got so much going on in that.
3: It's, I just, they're not my, like, if you rank the errors of climaxes, like, I want, like, the over-the-top, like, what Noah was going on before. I want the English storming of Volcano. I want this happening. I want that happening. Like, they're, you know, but, like, they fit the films, I guess. And I, like, you before, calling you're like, ah oh, there's still an hour to go. Like, I'm still hooked on this film. There's there's not been a moment How on this movie where I'm just on? like. Because it's great. It's entertaining. It's fun. What's I it? like to I
1: here. Can we he's talk having about, a standoff with Blofeld,
3: the greatest villain in Bond history, two-time Academy Award winner Christoph Waltz. We've got the origin the of the scar.
1: I don't want to. Um, he's it. standing that's off with needed. him right now. Yeah, that's what we needed. The origin of the scar. We talked about him.
0: that in our older
1: episodes. Uh, oh, we're we gonna
3: get that. it. Yes, Noah.
0: Old guys fighting. We
3: I just want Colin to throw a chair by the end of this episode. I said I didn't.
0: Wa- <laughs> I said I wanted to butt in because we needed to see that very scene right there. But too late, old guys fighting. What's It's that Sandra Bullock movie, to see The next Him yelling for Madeline. No, the bullet hole. I've never noticed it created the octopus. That I've never even noticed in five times watching this. That there's a bullet hole in that screen, and it, it turned into the octopus. Wasn't that in the trailer?
1: it was the greatest trailer of all time <laughs> i think i remember that No, <laughs>
3: seriously wasn't there a trailer when he shot like a bullet hole and it went into the octopus and it revealed the word spectre i'm pretty sure there was i don't I like M fighting so much this i don't want so
1: it. I, I i'm i'm with m b you can do m in this climax i think that this Ooh. fight is what ruins it
3: I'm doing, <laughs> in the, doing m would bring a climax
1: And, like, nobody cares about C dying. That's the problem. He's not an important character. I just... I
0: feel like the Blofeld here is such a weird conflict because in one way we have the best actor and the most charismatic Bond villain mixed with just the worst betrayal of Blofeld. Not the worst, because... We know that that's Charles Gay, but it's such a weird conflict because he is so good in this film and yet it's so frustrating. It's such a weird sort of like we don't get that with Silver or Lashief, but with You ranked him as this... the
3: best Blofeld in your ranking, so you changed him. Yeah, now. I,
0: I, I think he's amazing. I'm not saying he's bad, but that's where it's such it's weird. With Lashief, we're not thinking, oh, he is good, but he was no Peter Laurie, but. It's such this weird thing where because they made him Blofeld, now it's this weird sort of he is so good in this film, and yet he's just so it's such a bad portrayal as Blofeld. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. Cause I think that if you had just made this a villain named Oberhauser, I probably rank him higher than making him Blofeld. Because it feels I, and no. I like that I like this. If you had made this just Blofeld from the beginning, you didn't try to make this complex character that's a brother i probably rank him higher if you had just made this Oberhauser as a villain and he didn't uh you know connected to blofeld i probably rank it higher it's again this weird merging of we need to make him this personal character but that doesn't fit blofeld so let's make them both it's two separate characters and it doesn't work
3: if you if you had a film called specter and he was Oberhauser and I no do. one was I'm blofeld we would be shit. We would be so angry to this day. We'd be like, I can't believe they didn't have Blofeld in. Like, you would be losing it. Uh, I think uh, also.
1: Again, I, I'm man. agreeing with what Noah says because it's very confusing. That it, it it it's great that we have Blofeld. He's great, but it also doesn't work. And I maybe I, 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 the I can, movie's worse if he's not Blofeld, but maybe the portrayal is better.
3: But the way I think you got to look at it too, and it goes back to that point where Noah was saying you got people who were born in this era growing up, like. There are people who have probably grown up on these films. This, to them, are James Bond movies. They've never watched any of the other 24 films because they're like, oh, I've heard their shit, They're whatever. So, like, to them, if you watch this in isolation, didn't know anything else about Blofeld as a character in the books or the movies or anything, and this is just a movie villain in a movie called Spectre, he's still a great villain to me.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, those people aren't going to care that he's Blofeld. You're, You're making him Blofeld. To satisfy those old fans, like you're saying, it's this weird, we're trying to please everybody thing going on. Those people, you could have called him Oberhauser. That's what I'm saying. If you just called this character Oberhauser and it was sort of like a nod to Blofeld, the way that I'm not saying I would have even preferred that. I'm saying it's it's kind of unusual that it doesn't really work with being both at the same time.
3: Same argument for Money Penny, though.
1: Yeah, I'll agree with that.
3: Like Money Penny's not Money Penny.
1: Well, I think she's not Blofeld. I, I feel but like she is because you got the second the second movie.
0: Here's the other thing about Blofeld is not only is the brother stuff so dumb and just kind of ruins the amazing performance, is the other thing is you're bringing back Blofeld and you've got some weird thing about surveillance. Or,
2: yeah, yeah, the plot.
0: Craig like, <laughs> films were very down to earth of like the the gambling, which fits well with the Casino Royale book and whatever, and the personal stuff with M in Skyfall but this is your chance. Okay. You've got Blofeld. Now you're bringing back the James Bond, Connery, Brosnan, world domination stuff. You've got a thing about cameras. And- <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, just like, like oh, you know, cool, Blofeld and his camera that can spy on London. Oh, that's not Blo- great.
1: The Craig movies have done a really good job with grounding these plots in reality, but, but making it more modern. Like, Casino Royale is simply about we're going to try to disrupt, you know, this terrorist network. Quantum of Solace is you know we're going to try to disrupt this terrorist network. Skyfall is the terrorist network's going to try to disrupt the government. And now you have this weird camera thing. <laughs> what is the point of it?
0: Uh, he's supposed to be the biggest bad guy of all, and they kind of do away with him in twenty minutes and just mm-hmm. like, and he has no. Yeah, he's threat. dumb
1: here again. He, the, He's again looking really dumb because, oh, I've got this big master plan. But they, they take him out so easily in this movie each time.
3: Can I ask a quick question just on the, the thing that I, I never understood? In For Your Eyes Only, when <laughs> we've got bald man, not Blofeld, right? That's meant to be 12 years after *Uh, On Honor Majesty's, right? Bond's at the grave. Why well, maybe is, not
1: exactly 12 years.
3: Well, there's obviously a period of time that has passed.
1: Oh, they do show the year, don't they?
3: Yeah, So, because I think it does say 1969 on Tracy's Grave. Why is Blofeld still in a neck brace?
2: <laughs> well,
1: he's also <laughs> has in Has his
3: a neck not healed in 12 years?
1: Well, maybe it's permanently broken. But,
3: like, I don't think permanently. Like, Christopher Reeve, didn't he have, like, a broken neck? He was not in a neck brace. He was in, like, a head support thing.
1: Well, maybe they didn't have head supports. That was that was a decade and a half later.
3: I just didn't understand. I'm watching that. I was Like, I hate that's that's my least favorite opening of any Bond film. But I'm like, dude, it's been 12 years. Take off the neck brace.
0: And <laughs> the the fact that they then let him live here is
1: just oh, you said live here. I was like, you know what? This is gonna be your new home.
0: <laughs> Again, every
3: single movie with Blofeld in it, he's let live, or yeah, but he something.
0: escapes. Bond doesn't let Blofeld yeah, live it's, in it's every film. W- he kind of does again. in Diamonds Are Forever.
3: He could have killed him in Diamonds Are Forever, but he didn't. He just let him crash into a thing and then just walked away. Yeah, I mean, another reason he, that he Diamonds Are Forever You only live, live he twice, he could have
0: killed him. Fling, he literally flings him around in the bathhouse sub. It's not the same as literally standing here and walking away.
3: I think in every single one he could have killed him. On a majesty, he could have circled back and shot him. He was hanging in a tree.
1: So uh, this is completely unrelated. Jamie is uh, messaging me is very important because Casper out of nowhere is adamant. He wants to watch a Harry Potter movie because he has a Harry Potter coloring book. It's like, can he watch the movie? (laughs) I'm like, he's going to be really bored.
0: (laughs) Well, very topical though.
1: (laughs) Ray finds.
0: Well, we were saying it was going to be the new Harry Potter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, I, 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 Kind of, I know we talked about this during Spect like we were debating and I think I said no this is Craig's last and I think you both said no he'll come back for one more clearly I was wrong mm. but I kind of think this should have been his last like I mean I mean again I haven't seen No Time to Die yet um, so maybe that went to better better but like I don't know like I feel like it's... they they ended it well enough here that this could have been his last
1: well that was what we t- we said that this ending works one way or the other it works if you want to bring him back and it works if you don't want to bring him back but you want to just recast.
0: Yeah, I mean, when they drive away, I'd be fine with that, honestly. But then we would have been waiting six years for the new Bond that kept getting delayed. It's like, just <laughs> yeah. first film keeps well, getting no. delayed.
1: Because I think that's the other thing, is that it, I don't think that it'll, it'll take them as long when they recast. I 100% believe that they have a script ready right now and they have an actor in mind. And that they'll wait a I couple months believe. after, maybe if this comes out in October, maybe by February they're announcing a new Bond.
3: I still, I think you walked away when Nora and I were talking about this. I don't think we're going to get Bond 26 till like
2: 2025
1: at the so earliest. Her? <laughs> here it is.
2: <laughs>
3: no, Casper. Oh Casper. You
1: can't watch it. <laughs> it's a colouring book, Casper. They, they don't make movies that. of this garbage. <laughs> Casper, can you oh, go look. upstairs
0: with this? It looks good.
1: Look, we're watching, we're watching James Bond right here. This is James Bond. But there's nothing on right now. It's a black screen. That's a James Bond movie. You like James Bond? James Bond? Yeah. (laughs) James Bond. Okay. You go upstairs, though, okay? (laughs) Mommy's calling you. Come on, let's go. There's our cameo. And no breakfast yet. Come on.
0: Wow. Ben, isolate that clip. <laughs> Dick Colin but to his I, wife I moment.
1: I, I did. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> you, it's a joke, Jamie.
0: <laughs> you know, it's exciting. Wow. You know, it's an exciting climax when Casper coming on and saying, James Bond is the most exciting <laughs> thing that's yes. happened in the last 20 minutes.
1: I could get him when to see box. We all Bond went, said, oh, something's happening.
0: <laughs> Look, Ben, I don't hate this film. It's not in my bottom five, and it's way better than Quantum of Solace, but there's a lot of problems with
3: it. I, look, I, I you know, I don't count these commentaries as a rewatch because, you know, Colin and I yell at each other for half of them, and you're not paying attention to it, <laughs> it as if you're watching it by yourself. But, like, even paying attention to this for 60% of it, I just, again, I just enjoy it more and more every time I watch it. And I think I rank this, um, where did I rank this in our rankings? I rank this at seventh. Um, what? I feel this is going to be higher.
1: Oh no way! I'm I, out I of this
3: said I, I have said multiple times to me this is Craig's best film. I have Casino Royale at fifth, so I'm going to be saying right now it's going to be higher than Casino Royale. Oh. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I have Die Another Day at six, and I'm saying that this is going to be higher. Are you not excited Whoa, that this exciting. might be higher than Die excited Another Day? I'm better than another
1: Day. <laughs> um, no, I'm only excited if Die Another Day goes down. I don't care if something just swaps places and it stays at six. We need uh, to go but down. But having said that, I
3: haven't watched Die Another Day in a couple of years, so maybe that gets better <laughs> for me as well. Just quickly, Noah, before you wrap it up, because it's your job to do that, remember you're hosting, um, the, the rankings that, that I didn't... Didn't go over. Uh, the Writings on the Wall came in at 22nd out of 23. Uh, <laughs> villains overall, Christoph Waltz came in at 4th. Oh, um, wow. Bond girl rankings overall, Madeline came in at 12th. Henchmen oh, yeah. overall, Hinks came in at 14th. Allies, oh, yeah. d- do we
1: have any on here? Uh, no. Well, Ray Fines.
3: Well, that's in the separate list. Um, secondary Bond girls, uh, Skiera comes in at 10th. Good ranking. Uh, Thanks, secondary, Noah. <laughs> secondary Villain, C, comes in at 6th. Uh, secondary Hemsworth, <laughs> we didn't have one. MI6, we, well, I mean, I guess, Ray Fiennes at 5th. Uh, Naomi Harris at 8th. Uh, Rory Kinnear at 9th. Um, and Ben Whishaw at 14th. Um, All right, so, so movie. I, mean, I just have to
1: ask a question of Noah here. Are you proud of the fact that Monica Bellucci is one of the three lowest-ranking things in Spectre, thanks to your ranking?
0: I'm in tenth. That's fair for her. <laughs> she's um, a single.
1: Well, she's barely above Q, and she's significantly above Writings on the Wall. But she's in the, the bottom three Spectre things we've ranked.
3: The movie the overall.
1: <laughs> I will throw a chair I'll piss this off <laughs> he's, he's Don't break your treadmill chair. now
3: um, The movie came in At ninth overall Based on all of our rankings oh, wow. really? That's way That's too, too high.
1: high
3: Noah had We're it at eleventh In his original And Colin <laughs> you had it at thirteenth
1: uh, I think it's going down For both of yeah. us Yeah
0: not for Ben. But this is what I said at the start of the show is when a new film comes out, people either love it or they hate it. And then it, you need to give it three or four years for it to sort of, people's opinions to sort of level out. So I wouldn't have it at 11th, but I'm not going to have it at bottom either. I
3: feel weird in a moment that, like, I know we kind of haven't done this for a couple episodes, but no more Andrew Dot Hedges.
1: Oh, we Please, don't even have another no
3: commentary more, to advertise, do we? No more
1: Andrew Scott.
3: Well, I mean, the actors are alive can, can
0: I ask while the credits are running? Because I've only been on four of these commentaries, I think four. I, I, is
1: it normally just you two yelling at each other? Oh, no, we
3: love last week was pretty good.
1: <laughs> you you get it? The anger is Noah. Yeah, you you bring the worst out of us.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was entertaining.
3: We're just we're just flirting. It's just our way of flirting. Uh, Well, while the the
0: credits are rolling, because credits are quite long these days, are we doing the other three films? Are we not going to do commentaries? We will.
3: I I don't. I don't like. Again, I think the reason why we did these was because we we talked in Casino Royale '67 that this is a movie we should do a commentary on, and that kind of led us to doing the other ones. I always said I will only ever watch Never Say Never Again if we either do a commentary or I'm captured by ISIS, and ISIS <laughs> hasn't happened yet.
0: Is ISIS, I ISIS still coming a thing? back though? These are they? Well, that was a Taliban. Yeah.
3: But hello to our Afghanistan, listeners. Those a new soon.
0: thing called ISIS K, and they're coming. <laughs> we,
3: I don't think we should be talking about this thing because we are actually recording this on the 20th anniversary of September 11, the day <laughs> yeah, of recording. That's <laughs> so
0: that's true. Yeah,
3: that's kind of poignant that me. I did watch Living Daylights today, isn't it? Um, but. <sighs> I like, can we really do a
0: commentary over Casino Royale 54? Why I not? mean, that could be fun. Why not? It's on
3: YouTube. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth 50. That says that guy, what's his name at the beginning?
1: What about everything and nothing?
3: We'll do a commentary on that. Uh,
0: what, well, else have we got, what else have we got going?
3: Daniel We've got Craig's no, time no time to die, to die in an interview. Um, we, we need to do, well, we will obviously do a commentary of no time to die when we do a recap on the damn thing. Um, but I think, I mean, we've still got the Bond actor filmography that we're going to go through. I think Colin and I have sort of loosely committed once we've done, uh, Cowboys and Aliens that are we going to do the Austin Powers movies in between hand to maybe finally maybe, yeah. do them? I think that we're, they're long overdue. We've got to do a video games episode. We've talked about that like on episode one.
0: The Phantom Menace. I want to do the for your high only the Filipino '80s Bond parody. Why we've got haven't do we becoming done We're going to do becoming
3: Bond. How have we not done yeah. becoming Bond? We are bad uh, Bond fans.
0: <laughs> and I send you both like fifty links of Roger Moore
1: films that are available for free on YouTube.
0: We've we've
3: I said I think we've set our next six haven't we? The I Nazi think we're doing,
1: one. Did we pick the Nazi one for more? Uh,
3: I thought we were going to do the one with Eric McCormick next. The nineties random Eric McCormick one.
0: I wanna do that one. We're doing Entrapment, about, aren't we? What about Bond and Tibbet as Sherlock Holmes and Watson? Like that's gotta be oh, a great film to watch. Uh, well
3: it? is a Timothy Dalton one, What not we gonna do like what did he do? Like the something whore or something like that? <laughs> <Was> that what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Timothy Dalton did some like movie called like the French Whore or something like that. I don't know. Um Brosnan well, are we, we doing so- the Brosnan one where he's evil and he's like a hitchhiker or something like that?
1: Oh yeah, the one with Gerard Butler, yeah. That's a great movie.
3: And Daniel Craig, I want to do Logan Lucky, but he's not really the star of that, so I don't really think we can do
1: mm-hmm.
3: that. Do our uh, layer dream cake. Dream
1: house. Layer cake would actually be the perfect one.
3: That's kind mm-hmm. of his audition for Bonds. Oh, is she bringing breakfast yeah, I, now? Is she, Colin? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and where's my breakfast? Jamie, where's Where's my, my breakfast, breakfast, woman? <laughs> the, the, the question is, Jamie, where's our breakfast?
1: Exactly. Uh, I, got, I have no breakfast she's just asking are you almost done because you said you're going to be done
0: <laughs> uh it's not the first time jamie
3: said that to colin
1: <laughs> i guess uh also
0: rankings we've done mostly the characters there's a few characters but we can do rankings for other things we could do oh, we've the, got tons
3: felix final yeah. sequences
0: we talked about in this is a big episode, one. Q fights,
3: Final. We've done the pre-credits. We need to do the final battle. Layers. Cars is an obvious one we've never done.
2: Gadgets. Galaxy.
3: I want to do the other list so I can rank Verity at number one. You joke and you think, oh ha ha ha, funny, but Second I ranked that and playing air tool at number one. I. We haven't word. done
1: secondary songs. <laughs> no, you just want to rank the Christmas too, song. I would do,
3: it.
1: <laughs> do you know our Christmas tree? We should
3: actually do that. Like that would actually be. ai yeah. I want. I want to do that. the the Pretenders one. Where is anybody? Katie <laughs> like, Lang.
1: <laughs> if you asked me to, <laughs> the oh, that,
3: that, that that depressing one at the end of World is not enough. Where it's just like that oh, jazz yeah. ballad. <laughs> <laughs> Die Another Day remix from the credits.
1: No. <laughs> we'll skip that one.
3: <laughs> well, for that Can't I'm going to play, play this.
0: Yeah, I just want to say before we wrap up Die Hard gets a lot of credit For being this big Christmas movie Which it deserves Because Die Hard is awesome Why does no one ever bring up Honor Majesty's Secret Service As one of yes. the best Christmas movies of all time Because it is clearly a Christmas movie Start the trend now yeah. huh? It's a more trend. Christmas movie than Die Hard is So I'm, I'm promoting that he- this Christmas
1: There's Christmas trees, Christmas presents Christmas carols yeah. Christmas
0: Lazenby Songs? <laughs> uh, have a Merry Christmas. It's
1: very Christmas. Upcoming <laughs>
0: episode. Uh, 50th anniversary of Diamonds Laugh Forever in December. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> oh, look at look um, at Colin. Yeah. No. Uh, I was thinking. <laughs> of oh, that's T Green. T Green is Her No. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> goodness. Goodness. no.
1: That was two no. years ago,
3: Colin. You missed the boat.
1: Yeah. Uh, Free your eyes only 40th. <laughs> Which means next
3: year we get to do the 20th Dying of the Day. Yay! No, we quit.
0: Uh, ben, any final quick words on Spectre? We've done about 8 million episodes on the Spectre. Look,
3: I stand by everything I say. Spectre is a great film. I, I cannot fathom people saying this is the worst Bond movie. I I appreciate that you two have opinions on this film and that other people have opinions on this film but you're wrong. Spectre is a great film. It's entertaining. It is the most Bondian film we have had since Die Another Day. It's just fun. And it's yeah, it's got issues. It's not the greatest plot. But Daniel Craig finally feels like James Bond. It's It's got a great score. It's got fun moments of it. It's got great characters of it. I think kind of, you know, issues aside, I can appreciate it for what it is. And I, I hope that Spectre becomes a, I don't know, like a for your eyes only one day where people actually like it one day. Cause I feel it will. I feel it's not like a die another day in a Moonraker where it's going to be one day like a, Oh, like you love it or hate it. I feel Spectre will be appreciated one day. I think it will be right now. It's not, but you're all idiots. <laughs> and I will be the one that started this trend. Cause I'm right. And you're all wrong.
1: Well, he starts with, I can appreciate Colin Noah's opinion ends with you're all idiots.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have to put up with that that in the last hundred episodes (laughs) of Ben, you're an idiot. Moving on.
0: Uh quick words on Spectre.
1: I'll just say um I, I I agree that there's great stuff in this movie. I think that I'm with it for a certain point. My only disappointment is that I actually have to rewatch this movie again in the next few weeks. And I couldn't just let this one (laughs) time of not having to pay attention to the second half and not having to listen to it, just be it because this movie is not good. And the more I watch this movie, the more convinced I am that it's garbage.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm somewhere. I mean, I'm in between you two because I don't agree with it. It's got a lot of hate in recent years. I'm not sure because watching this now. It just absolutely shits over quantum of solace. Like, we did the commentaries for both of those and watching this just even if you took 10 minutes of it it's already better than quantum of solace like i would watch this movie any day of the week over quantum um but just the last i'm not even the last half the last third is just so bad and just brings everything down to the point where i can't believe anyone actually wrote that uh, but I, I agree with Ben. There are lots of things to love for this film, and the, there is some a lot of redeeming points for this film. Um, so, yeah, I'm mean, I'm in between perspective. It'll be interesting to see where it ends up in our updated ranking. Uh, sippy cup. Yeah, I've still got the Spectre Sippy cup. <laughs> Me uh, too. I should have Somewhere. broken it out for tonight, but it's miles away from where I am right now. But I'll go get it for you. It's in snug. Is it? I'll just go knock on the door. It's only one o nine a.m. Yeah, you could probably get it for me. I'm not sure Korea does sippy cup, so I might not get a no time to die sippy cup, unfortunately. But but I get to see it like two months before you guys do. So. Touche. Well, uh, not Colin, just me. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to soften the blow, but <laughs> <laughs> you can't. So I think our next episode then will be the no time to die sort of reaction one, right?
3: Uh, we'll do a, a, a one final preview slash maybe ranking slash. We don't know what it will be. <laughs> something. It'll be something. And then you two get to do the spoiler free one because I don't get to see it for like another two months.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is kind of really dating this uh, thing, but at the time of recording, I'm going to see it really soon. Like Prira is the first place in the world outside of the premieres right that in. is getting this film. So I'm going to be one of the first citizens to actually see No Time to Die, which is kind of exciting. And then on the flip side, then do you want to tell us what's happening with you?
3: Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to see it eventually when apparently, you know, like it's 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 just frustrating on so many levels. I shouldn't even be in this country right now, but I am. Then I thought, okay, well, the positives of being here is that I get to see it before everyone else. But then all of a sudden, because the distributors in this country are like, oh, Australia's only Sydney and Melbourne. And because they're in lockdown, who gives a shit about the rest of the country, which is fine. So we're going to delay it till November. I'm not bitter at all. So whatever i don't get to see it till november
0: <laughs> literally on this one call we've got someone who's gonna see it first in the world and we've got someone who's in the country that's gonna see it last and then there's colin so when do you get it, call uh,
1: i think it's october 8th so maybe is that a week after you yeah maybe a week after can, Well,
3: i'd, I'd like so to think like north korea doesn't get it till like february of 2026 Ever. or something <laughs> I, i'd like to think that like tajikistan don't get it until like you know january i mean read all the well, research
0: when tajikistan get it argentina yeah. never
3: used to get all the bond movies until about six months later according to nicholas Susik's books so i'm, I'm hoping <laughs>
0: that like
3: you know it's still a bit delayed in these countries I, I can't imagine like moldova gets it at the same time i don't know <laughs> like
2: Oh, Shut up, I'm just bitter.
3: <laughs> I would I was I legitimately could fly if they open up the the travel bubble between Hobart and Auckland. I am so tempted to spend like $500 return to go to Auckland in September to watch it. Like I will if I can afford it because I do not want to wait to November to somehow avoid spoilers for
0: six whole weeks with not seeing it. Dumb. Just to put it just to put it kind of in Calendar context. I'm getting it at the end of September. Ben's getting it almost November. mid-November. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Bullshit. Uh, but I, I would say our next sort of couple of episodes then are going to be No Time to Die related. I'm sure. Maybe a unless lazy dies. And then the recaps, and then we'll do the proper recap as well after. So lots of No Time to Die content coming, uh, and we're done with the. The commentaries. I've only been on four, but you two must be thrilled, I'm sure. Um, I've been no on all but, all, them, been but all but one. Colin's been on all but one as
2: well.
0: Yeah, I've been through a lot.
3: So none of us <laughs> did them all. That's interesting.
2: Yeah.
3: Huh. I missed the first, oh. and then I was on every single one since. And then, Colin, you missed what? Moonraker? Yeah. I agree.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
0: I did. Maybe I didn't. Uh, You'll have to find out. Colin's off taking a call, getting learning about Harry Potter. Uh, in the meantime make sure to subscribe uh enjoy no time to die which you've probably seen it by the time you're listening to this or if you're in australia enjoy it soon uh it was dr no Uh, and yeah exciting time for bond fans but i'll believe it when i see it because i'm still not believing at this point um but yeah good times to recap spectre uh my name is noah and Mm, rodents (laughs) And my name is Ben, and in reference to Colin, I
3: guess we know what C stands for.
1: (laughs) Uh, And my name is Colin, and stay! He's everywhere. Everywhere. Sitting at your desk is kissing your lover, he's eating supper with your family.
3: (laughs) I
2: suppose we should call you C now. No, no. Max, please. No, I think I'll call you C. C. As you wish. If you have come for the car, I parked it at the bottom of the Tiber. Well, not to worry, 007, it was only a three million pound prototype. Now, you may feel a small... Christ! Quick. What if I shoot you by mistake? Only the first time. It's not your birthday, it? No, sir. That was last week. Mickey Mouse. I believe I said bring it back in one piece, not bring back one piece. (laughs) Anyway. You're a kite dancing in a hurricane, Mr. Mike. Welcome, James. It's been a long time. Finally, here we are. What took you so long? If you don't leave now,
1: we'll die together.
2: (laughs) I can think of worse ways to go.
3: Who is that? No, No, it wasn't.
1: It's just a friend.
3: At this
2: time of night? It's called life, James. You should try it sometime. This organization, do you know what it's called? Spectre. Spectre? Its name is Spectre. Spectre? New York! New York! What is your location? Well, that's not the sort of thing that was going for. for. that? Kill people. It's not world. Can I get you something, and sir? Welcome back to shaking hands, I'm sorry we don't surf our home. I'm really starting to love this place. But then, isn't that what M stands for? Moron. No and now we know what C
1: stands for. M.
2: Copy little bastard.
1: Here you are, sir. One prolific digestive enzyme oh, shake.
2: Do me a favor, me. bring out down the toilet. Cut out the middleman. I came here to kill you, and I thought you came here to die. Well, it's all a matter of perspective. Perspective. Spectrum, 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 make it, there, I'm gonna make it, it was all me, James. It's always been me. The author you, of all your pain. You, Nothing can be as painful as listening to you talk. Oh, You're a hard man to kill, oh, brother. Yeah. Thank you, coo <coughs>